You're listening to 93.3 The Egg, North Bank's only FM radio station. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Parker! Sure. Dirt Show back yet again on a beautiful Monday night here at hotdirt.net as well as 93.3 The Egg North Bank's only FM radio station. Boy, oh boy, this place is packed tonight. Packed like a bunch of sardines. Man, we haven't had this many people on the show in quite some time. I hate Keith. Don't we all? We all do. Well, let's do a little like, roll call, I guess. I'll start it off for you. I'm Zach. We got a. Uh, we're going the other, we're going the opposite way. Okay. We've got uh, returning to the show, live and in person, Andrew Gritzmacher. Hello. I haven't I haven't smelled this mix of bo in a while. I miss it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we've got Isaiah McClure, the intern. Isaiah's back. Yo 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 yo. Welcome back to the show. How you feeling? I'm glad to be back. Have you, have you been? This is the most glad you've been in. While he's in Seattle, this is the most glad you've been in some time. No, no, no not at all. But it some of you've been happier. I've been happier, but this is a whole new feeling of glad. Tell you what. Okay. Keith, welcome back. Oh, come on, we made it back. Kevin, temporary intern. I think we're gonna have to have, to have a talk tonight. Hopefully I make it. What's going on, guys? We've got Kyle. Hey, I'm here, finally. We've got Tyler. Hey, not coming back, ever. And we have Eric. Hmm? Welcome. Everybody, welcome! Yeah! Yeah, let's give a round of applause. (laughs) So what are we doing tonight? Zachary, welcome to you. Thank you. Oh yeah, welcome. Yeah, thanks welcome. for being here. Yeah. So there's only here's here's the skippy here. There's only four microphones, so if you hear people talking in the background, I don't know, just try and listen really hard, I guess. It I might just know. be Tyler's nose. <laughs> it could be. Maybe I turn uh, out of one nostril. Turn I your apologize. turn your computer up like really, really far, like blow out the speakers in your house. Or, ah! or you might be able to hear me thinking through my nose. <laughs> could do that. Um but tonight, what are we gonna do? We're gonna talk about these stupid idiots' trips they took, because they went across the country thinking they're all great and stuff, thinking they're better than us. But guess what? You're not, because you're back here and you're on the show. So back that, to hell. That sounds. That's that says something about you. You came slinking back. Tail between our legs. Can't leave. What else is between your legs? <laughs> Another tail. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually only back to see if I could get my job back. Well, I'm a little unemployed at the moment. uh, We'll talk about that, I think, as time. Not if I have anything to say about that, (laughs) Isaiah. Are you guys willing to uh, fight, fist fight? 
I'll fight him. I'll fight him twice. I probably won't. Subway's hiring down the road. No, we're biting. Yeah, who's going to bite who? That's what I want to know. I'll bite Isaiah anywhere Zach wants me to. Oh, right in the <laughs> weenus. All right. I'll do it. I didn't think it was going to go that direction, but... Hard <laughs> left. Are you going to... Are you willing to bite him and him? I mean, if you give me the Look go at ahead, Isaiah, man. If you, you give me you the go ahead, end I'll that? do it. I'll do it. Whatever. Every. I mean, group consensus, of course. I wouldn't want anybody to be too weirded out. But if everyone was cool with it, I would bite Isaiah wherever you ask me to. Really, Not as right. long as. Uh, Don't be weird. Would you bite me wherever I asked you to? If it puts me in Zach's favor, yes. I'll take a bite of a Snickers bar, given the right opportunity. Yeah. You might get that opportunity tonight, buddy. <laughs> you never, you never know what's gonna happen here. So when we come back. The phone number is 716-218-3458. Open phone Monday. Every every Monday's open phone Monday. We're taking your calls. Isaiah. Isaiah and Gritz are going to be taking your calls tonight. If you want to call and ask about their trip. Yes. Maybe you want some advice on how to do it. I guess they would be uh, suitable to give you some decent advice on what to do. What not to. I won't be asking them personally. I don't need their advice. <laughs> I don't need anybody. <laughs> All right, Hot Dirt Show back in just a second. Oh, my good God. <laughs> Listen to the Hot Dirt Show. We're broadcasting live at hotdirt.net with the studio. Hot Dirt! Temporary studio. I think we'll be moving into our new one this upcoming week. Thank God. Sick of sitting in this stupid place. Yeah, I see some cockroaches running around. Sick of doing this out of my own home. I feel I feel so out of my own skin in here. I'm crawling, crawling in my skin. Oh, okay. The phone number is seven one six two one eight three four five eight. If you want to call in. We got a couple special people in the studio tonight. A couple of special people to the show. Intern Isaiah. Yo, 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 yo. Man, tell you something. That's, how, that's what I learned down the road. How to say yo? How to do it that fast. Oh, oh really? That's. <laughs> did you learn that or were you just practicing that in the car? I, well, a little both. When I was passing through Kansas, they were having a yo, yo, yo contest, yo, which yo, I thought was like, you know, the yo, yo at the string, but it was actually the yo, 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 yo. You showed up ready to walk the dog out that place. I was ready to shoot the moon. Yeah. So wait, what what uh what speed were you at before this contest? Like how fast could you say it before? How how fast were my yo's? It probably sounded something like yo 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 yo. But and now, now how are you at? Like go as fast as you can. Now it's like yo 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 Holy crap. Oh dude. my god, I didn't even hear anything. That's what I'm saying. That man. Was so fast I couldn't so even hear the speed of sound. Nope. Absolutely not. You should have said no, 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 no. <laughs> that would defeat the purpose. Uh, yeah. Isaiah, um, so tonight we're going to be talking about these two, uh, these twos, um, these two people. Guys. Trips, these used guys' yes. trips. Um, we're two peas in one pod. And uh, Isaiah recently <laughs> left the show to hit the road. <clears throat> and you know what? I feel like part of... Part of you did it to get away from us, which I don't appreciate, mm. truthfully. I did it years ago. I think it was probably the best movie you could have made. Okay. Mm-hmm. And somehow you're still here. <laughs> Can't leave. Who, who does that speak bad on, you or us? 
little column A, little column B. Okay. I don't know. I have to. I mean, what? What? So, so if I left, hmm, I got nothing. You left and you came back. That's right. the thing. I keep coming back. And you keep coming back every, every six months. But I, I died think and I rose again. Some my mind just got blown. Um, yeah, repeat that. I died and I rose again. Like the fucks. So the intern died, and I, essentially, I'm hoping to have a full time position here. Yeah, but Isaiah left after he was already here, and I just—I mean, I've been here, and I'm just trying to stay. I'm not going to leave. I was off know? to better myself forward the show, actually. Oh, do you feel like you did better yourself? I did better myself. Can you really feel that way? In my heart, I don't and I'm know. Not, if I'm not challenging you. I'm just. I'm just asking. In, you think uh, you're better than me now? Exactly. Most definitely. Is leaving us, does that really make you that much better? I think it makes you that much worse. For better and for worse. Yeah. We're not you're dodging married. the question. That's okay. Here, the only time I want, you hear, want to hear you say that is when you're getting officially getting married to this show. To the domain name <laughs> of Hot Dirt. I actually thought about getting a tattoo on my forearm, hotdirt.net. Yeah. HTTP colon forward slash www.hotdirt.net. I'll pay for that tattoo if you're Forward slash. I'll do it. Yeah. Live. Hey, I will pay for it. You to do it? You got yourself a deal. All right. Whatever. All right, here's the deal, wow. people. <laughs> that was quick. All right. Yeah. Just don't make a lot of commitments tonight. This is great. No care at all. Wait, I, be, uh, <clears throat> I feel like we could probably get a makeshift tattoo gun and do that on an episode. Oh, yeah. Good. Guitar oh, string and an ink pen. Tat him right on his forehead. Right. Oh, the forehead? How do you feel about this, Kyle? I feel really good about it. Tyler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's good. Not on my forehead. How about on my foreskin? Oh, you still have a foreskin? Oh, wait. Like it's going to be like the top of the forehead, the bottom, the left, or the right? Right in the center. <laughs> wait, right and center? No, right in the center. Okay. What about vertically? <laughs> yeah, vertically. Instead up. of horizontally. <laughs> up into his skull. <laughs> that's, that's the one I'm talking about. One mic, two mic, one mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We got to get this back on track here. See, uh, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> we have like seven people. You knew what was going to happen. We're going to have a good friggin' time <laughs> yeah. here. We're having a, okay. You know what? I'm just going to level with the listeners right Zach, now. There's not seven. There's eight people here. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Let me level with the I listeners right now. <laughs> you know what? We got our two good friends here back. After some travels, Tyler and Kyle. <laughs> hey, yep, um, I had some crazy travels. <laughs> they, those two weren't invited, and they the still sewed up. My God! And uh, eye opening. We got Isaiah and Grits back here after traveling around the not the world. God, they're not that cool. Around the American world. So you know, the only gonna, world that matters. We're gonna give the show <laughs> to them to talk about their trip because you know what? It's interesting, and there's funny things going on, and good things going on. So if you want to listen, then listen. And if you don't want to listen, then don't listen. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what you do. But you know what? If you don't listen. Toes. We just want your views on this ones. You don't get views, you get listens, buddy. Come on, same thing for all this time. Wait, no one's watching. No one's watching. No. Why did I dress uh, up? That's that's the question. Like there. the uh. Instagram posts, at least you know, like some anything. But like, you know what? You should stick around because these people have some good stuff to say, baby. They got some good stuff. Bad burps. And you know, a lot of people, most people don't do this. So, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the worst. How bad are my burps right now, Tyler? Solid seven. <laughs> I would say an eight. Kyle, can you get a whiff? <laughs> I, I didn't get a whiff. This is more important. Obviously. Next time, I will let it out right <laughs> in your face. 
I will smell it. Yeah. You're gonna regret those words, baby. <laughs> right. Down. You three keep the energy up. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Who who wants to talk about their trip? You know what? Isaiah, you were, yours was shorter, I would say. Oh, man, I was going to say Grits because he left first. No, Isaiah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as so not much. Let's, let's, were you just about up. to say there's not much to talk about? No, I was going to say I'm not much of a storyteller as I am a world traveler. Okay. Well, He's we'll, definitely we'll been preparing that we'll, one the entire trip. He's been like, I what actually can I say? came up with one letter at a that's time. That's what we got tattooed on his for. One letter at a time. You call yourself a world traveler? Yes. Okay. Of all the states you were in, Isaiah, which one would you say you liked the most? <laughs> hmm. It depends, honestly, because some states had better things than others, you know? Wow. So there were just some parts of each state I liked a little more. If I could put them all together and make one state, that'd be my favorite. Texas. That's, that's what it would <laughs> a be. A political answer? Let's back up for a second here. Yeah. Uh, Texas State Brazil. Back up for just a second. Yeah, that's a restaurant. We, they're not sponsoring this, so don't ever mention that name again. Unless we get it, we're getting bucks. I was trying to get unless like, we're getting money from sponsorship it. through it. They'd be like, "Oh, they're, they're talking about us. We're gonna give them some money now." Well, so we're, we're up to Snickers, Texas Roadhouse. What else we got? Nike, Adidas, Vanilla Adidas. Coke, <laughs> Labatt Blue. <laughs> we're gonna get. I want to. You know who I want to? I'm sorry to get off track. I, you know who I want to get sponsored by is the uh, the clapper, the thing that turns the lights on. Yeah, that's. I'm bringing bad. it back. Cool. I'm bringing it back. The clapper is great. I'm gonna have clappers installed on everybody else's microphones. What you here. could do is you could have the show set up so then when you clap, the show's just live automatically. Oh, yep. It'll save a <laughs> lot of work. And then people will just clap and we'll go off air. <laughs> Somebody calls in, it's just loud enough to turn it off. No one would dare clap. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about these Damn travels. Thing. That's what All we're right. here for. All right, so Isaiah, traveling through the country. Um, I walked through Pennsylvania. I walked through frack country, coal country. I drove through from Pennsylvania, from West Virginia. Sorry, I drove from West Virginia up through Ohio, got on the I-90, headed through uh, Illinois, Michigan, Minneapolis. Uh, Mich- uh, what's that I went one to called? Kenmore. I went to Amherst. I went to Tonawanda. <laughs> so after getting through South Dakota and Even Wyoming Sanford. and Colorado, I mean, I went through a lot of like cornbread country, you know, like I do I totally understand. I drove through a lot of cornbread country and Kansas is a country of wind and cows. Nothing there. If you could do everything in your power to avoid Kansas, do it. Define cornbread country. That's a t-shirt coming soon. That entire phrase for the audience. <laughs> Not for me. Answer Tyler's question. Cornbread country. I, I, I mean, just, I don't want to, I don't want to be mean to our listeners from the Midwest, but Good golly, do they love their corn out there? And they've got like three staple foods. Cornbread is about half of them. <laughs> okay. Did you have any cornbread while you were there? No, I didn't mix the locals. Isaiah? No, I did not either because cornbread is not American. Uh, so you would you eat a bunch of hot dogs and burgers? Actually, I ate a lot. I ate very good, actually. I went to bed full every night. I feel like I gained, <laughs> Thank God. gained more Thank God. weight. Man, I, I was that. so worried that you were starving I out had, there. Hold on. I had cheddar bacon burgers. I had lemon <laughs> lemon dressed chicken. I ate very good. You were eating local, I could tell. <laughs> all right, let's bet. All right. Reverse. The point of that. <laughs> I say, what what was your motive to take this trip? You personally, okay? Me personally, my motive to take this trip? Well, you got me dumbfounded. 
You have nothing. I got nothing. It's, uh, it's okay because you don't need you don't need anything. I was just curious if like this was something you wanted to do to uh, you know find yourself, I guess. And well, to say I, I needed to find myself was to assume I was lost, which I wasn't. Honestly, the motive of this trip was because it's usually only a once in a lifetime opportunity that is now oppor- granted in this lifetime. You opportunized. Know? So, opportunized. <laughs> so now that's up. That's out of the way. I'm gonna settle down and. North Banks for the rest of my days. So what, did you have any like kind of uh, set goals or things you wanted to specifically see on this trip? Yeah, so um, my girlfriend and I, we uh, got together and put a list of national parks all together that we wanted to see and we just <laughs> knocked them all out. It's all the ones we really wanted to see. All right, well, let's so. be specific, buddy. Some <laughs> oh, national, boy. All right, let me. some <laughs> national parks. You know what, I, walk, I walked around the uh, town the other day and uh, <clears throat> I went to some right. stores and I got <clears throat> something to I've got this list here eat. for you. National Parks of 2017. Number one, Shenandoah National Park. Number two, Virginia. Mesa Verde National Park, Colorado. Number three, your Number mom's three. house. Arches National Park, Kyle. Shut, the, shut up. Number four, Bryce Canyon National Park. It's a beautiful what is this, canyon. Wild and Out, Kyle? <laughs> Are we watching Wild and Out right now with Nick I Cannon? I love that show. <laughs> Nick Cannon is hilarious. <laughs> you know who else is hilarious? Donald Trump. All right, number five, Zion National <laughs> was, Park. Hard left, hard left, everybody. Grand Canyon <laughs> National Park. Joshua Tree, for all those Joshuas out there listening. That's my favorite U2 album, by the way. Sequoia National Park. Yo Smite, as they call it, but it's actually pronounced Yosemite National Park. Who is they when you say they call it? Americans as a whole. Okay. No, so. Americans call Yosemite. No, 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 no. Kyle. I think Kyle's Isaiah. the most American person I know of. What he says. Yeah, goes. I'm wearing an American flag T-shirt. Right no, now. you're not. You're wearing a We're Back Buffalo Bills T-shirt. <laughs> Close enough. That's <laughs> farthest thing from American. Anyways, after Redwood, I went to Crater Lake National Park and then Olympic National Park. I did a three-day hike that consisted of 28 miles up the mountains. I saw a couple bears. Ooh. And my shoulders are. Blistered beyond repair. Are they? They were when I got back, but now they're just a little. Uh, they're all right. No, yeah, they're good now. But what from your pack? Uh, yeah, my my pack. Oh God. <laughs> all right. So here's the deal. The phone number, and we got a phone number: seven one six two one eight three four five four eight five. Baby, we are back in the saddle again. That's what I like to hear. Hot dirt, you're on the air. Hello. Dang, that was cool. Hot dirt, you're on the air. This is your cool, cool official. Stuff. Yo, who is this? Hello? Official? This is officially your final notice from the IRS. <laughs> the purpose of this call is to inform you that the IRS will be filing a lawsuit against you. I'll take it. If you wish to resolve this issue, call our department number immediately at 561 902 5205. Again, um, hold. this is your final notice. Hold. Hold on. Uh, Take it or leave it. Double that, actually. Double that. Could we hear that number again? Could you repeat I don't it? think. This is a robot. This is a robot. Automated machine? It, it sure does. Oh, is it? Double that lawsuit. Was. Did we really just get uh, spam called in the middle of the excuse show? Excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch the number completely. You know, We're going to go have to go back to the archives. Is that lawsuit file it against Kyle Rogers? He is sole proprietor yeah. of the show. Yep, yep, that's so. fine. He'll take care of any lawsuit you have against us. 
Is this? And there he goes. I, not, I noticed that some this this somebody is on this the lot. This is officially your final notice from the IRS. The purpose of this call is to inform you that the IRS will be filing a lawsuit against you. If you wish to resolve this issue, call our department number immediately. Wait, 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 wait. One nine zero two five two zero five. You know what? I've I've Again, got. This is your final notice. Dude, Tyler's freaking out. I've gotten these calls before, and you know what? There's something I'm noticing a little di different about They've this one. They've never repeated themselves over like yeah, this. They kind of just I, hang up when they're done. Yeah. This is not... <laughs> normally, it's a robot. Is there, is there somebody else on the other line of this call right now? Can you please, just for one second, you're done. This life. is officially your final notice from the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh man, that does not happen. Okay. What? Who is it? All right, all right, guys. Can you can you just pay the fine? I'm sick of making these calls. Really. Listen, listen, listen. We're not we're not little old ladies. We're not falling for the scam, sir. All right. We are we are we are a bunch of eight eight able-bodied men who have heads about them. We're not falling for your market tricks and your fast talking slick moves you explain yourself this is not job. a scam yeah. how do we how do we pay this morning that how do we pay, that, pay uh, you gave me your information and right. they'll be filing a lawsuit against you i'm just i'm just letting you know that i'm ready to pay you know it's just my job i don't know why they even pay me to do this why can't they just use a recording they tell me to sound like a recording hold on hold on let's pay it twice to, they let's... try to get me to refer information back to them let's back up for one second all right can Let's just cool down. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Cooling down. Can we cool, cool down? What is what? Are, what is your name? Oh, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. My name's Ted Spenson. Ted Spenson or Stenson? Spenson. Okay, Ted. Uh, how are you? First of all. I mean, I'm okay, man. I'm I'm just at work. But there's just something like I can hear in your voice that isn't exactly. You know what? I know what fine sounds like, and it doesn't sound. Like you exactly. As somebody, as somebody who who quit a couple jobs, just cause and and traveled around. I mean, it sounds like you're unfulfilled. Are you, are you happy with this job right now? Well, I mean, how would you feel if you were just making calls for the IRS, pretending to be a robot I would love for nine it. hours a day? That's actually my dream job. What are you complaining you about? Would. Well, well, why not make a little fun out of it? If you're pretending to be a robot, right? There's there's a lot of things robots can do. Robots can be Skynet. They can wipe out the Earth. They can kill every human on the planet. Robots build cars. Robots have a lot. They, robots have a very fulfilling kind of life. And if you have to pretend to be a robot, you know, why, why are you choosing the saddest kind to be? Honestly, man, robot. you are essentially a transformer. I, mean, you're, you're def I, I don't disagree with you. You're right. But I, I don't get to do all the things that robots do. Why not? I'm just acting like one, so I don't get all the good aspects of the robot life. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Ted, um, so where you work for just, you're working, you're not working, who are you working for? Like, you're not working, working for the IRS. The IRS? You just said it. Yeah, but that's, this is not. Yeah, I work, I work you're for trying the IRS. To, and, yeah. Ted, Ted, Ted. Level with me for one second here. Cut buddy. the crap, Ted. I won't. Let's and you know what? Ted. Here's the thing, Ted. I know your name isn't actually Ted. I know how call <laughs> centers work. <laughs> See, Zach, I believe him. I believe him. No, I don't believe this him. This is Ted. He works for the IRS. My, my name is Ted. Yeah. All right. It's definitely, he sounds like a Ted. All right. All right. All right. Ted. My, my name is Ted Spencer. Yeah. What's, what's going on in there? 
what's going on in your life because you know what i hear well, i hear the disappointment in your voice and i hear that you don't necessarily want to be doing this call i can hear that it's like not necessarily depression that i hear but it's, it's really just like a disappointment about yourself as a whole and i can kind of hear that going on over there so if that's true let me know because we we're here to help you out you know what and i'm just going to say something real quick not paying that fine because we don't owe any we don't owe any money. We make money here, baby. I owe a little bit of money. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You make he's on associate. Make money where? Where? We make Wait, money where? What? What is this? What, who? Who are you people? We are. What am, what am I? You uh you actually are connected with the Hot Dirt Show. This is a radio program. You have uh, tapped into the lucrative business of live radio and podcasting. Hot Dirt. That's what I'm talking about. For live. Oh, I've got a suggestion wow, for you, Ted. To uh, that's great. You know, the only reason I could really, only reason I could talk to you right now is because my boss is off today, and uh, sounds yeah, like he, if he saw me even break character as the robot, uh, I would probably be in pretty big trouble. But oh, sh- nobody sh- really cares today. The boss is off, and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I got a minute to talk. You know, I'm kind of sick of just being the robot voice all night. Well, let's talk about. Um, well, Ted, let's get to the bottom of you, I guess, as a person. And where where are you based out of? Well, I'm over here in uh, West Shore. Okay, that's nice. I've been over there before. It's a pretty nice area. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's weird that you're taking so much interest in me. I'm not sure I feel comfortable. But uh, it's well, not often that people really feel interested in me uh i'm just an irs worker i just pretend to be a robot all day well i think that's the thing is that i realize i get these type of calls um almost every day and i kind of understand that you know these people that are just talking because it's like sometimes it's robot sometimes it's not and like nobody wants to do this job that you're doing let's be real for a second here ted your job is terrible buddy nobody wants to be doing that that's why there are robots because people hate themselves. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Wait, Ted, hear me out for a minute. You hear me out, buddy? I know how I can make your... your, Oh, I'm listening. I'm right there with you. I know how I can make your shift a lot easier, a lot more fulfilling. All right. When you wake up in the morning, you say, I am Ted the Transformer, and I'm going to be the best robot I can be today. And just repeat that mantra over and over, maybe looking in the mirror, and I promise you'll have a better day at work. You'll be a lot more enthused about being the robot you have to be. Maybe do the robot in the mirror before you go yeah, into the Yeah, now we're talking. No. Really, like, psych yourself no, up no, for what's guys. about to go down. You know, maybe find a nice lady robot I do, you could do the robot with. It's like, it's like polishing a turd. I just don't have interest in this line of work. I, I've always wanted to make it on American Idol. Oh, okay. So you want to be a you? You got a passion for singing. Let us hear what you got. Hold on. Don't want to pressure the guy. Show me don't what you got. Don't. Ted, so you're saying you've got yeah, you've got I, it? In- I mean, I used to, I used to practice every day. I haven't, I haven't sang in a couple of years now that I've been working for the IRS. There's not really. You know what? An opportunity to. They, Talent does not go away though. If you're naturally talented, you'll be able to. Voice. Ted, I'm, I'm sorry. There's, we've got a lot of people in the studio tonight, so if you can't understand what's being uh, said, but I want to like, I just want to talk about. Let's get down to the bottom of this. Like, so you got a passion for singing, right? But you haven't done it in a few years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What is what was it's stopping been, you? It's 
been a few years, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'm rusty. What's, what happened? Yeah, what happened? What's that? Oh, well, you know, I I guess I started a family and... I and green card. And the bills paid reliably, and, and I guess my dreams just kind of withered away, and that flame burned out over time, and now it's not something I think about much anymore, but now that you asked me, it really came to the forefront of my mind, and, and it kind of kind of motivated me. It's a shame, because, you know, sometimes sometimes flowers, flowers die on the vine sometimes, but the beauty of being a vine, the beauty of being a plant, the beauty of being a human being is that you're going to re-flower. There's going to be more opportunities for fruit. If we rekindled this motivation in you, there? put more flowers out, re-bloom, by all means, start it's singing again, me. man. That was beautiful coming from Grits. And I recommend if you're rusty, put some WD-40 all over your body and just keep going, man. If you have a dream, do it. Tad, don't take that. Advice. Shia LaBeouf, 101. Tad. WD-40 is a degreaser. Don't take that, that advice from the people. people. Grits is, Grits, can you hear me right now? You good? Sing us something. I think his boss figured it out. I think his boss remotely. Tad. Pull the plug. Uh-oh. <laughs> The robot plug. Did we just get a man yeah. fired? Hold on, hold on. Ted, can you hear me? You know, I don't know if it's your phone or mine, but I'm, I'm losing connection here. Ted. a robot. Robots well, die. Let's, ex- let's expedite this thing a little bit. You know what? I want to talk to you a little... I wish I could talk to you a little bit more about your, uh, your passions here and your whole path to, um, you know, how you got where you are and why, you know, why you're not why you're not singing and why you're not following in the footsteps of wanting to be on American Idol um, like you do. But you, I, I, I just had a thought here for a second because, like I said, you don't, you don't seem to really enjoy your job. So I had an idea, okay? And hear me out here. I know it's a little... It's, you want I know it's a little lucrative. I know it's a little lucrative, okay? And it's, you, you, said you're, you, you said you're a little bit rusty here. You haven't sang in a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. I think it would only well. There's a couple things. Here's a suggestion. I got this is something you should do for your um, not customers, but the people you call. And this is something you should do for us. Okay, when you call people, instead of saying, "This is the IRS speaking," and you know, scaring people into thinking they owe thousands of dollars, and you should sing it. Booyaka. This is the IRS speaking. Now pay what you owe before your car gets repossessed. Yes. I don't know if the IRS is in charge of repossessing hey, cars. I'm feeling it, Kyle. Don't, <laughs> I'm just don't start with me, boy. Improv is the first step to any successful government job. Yes. That's what they look for when they hire government officials. Are you able to Told improv you. when you're on the phone acting as a robot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can actually. Uh... So well, I. Th- so what are you trying to say? So we're trying. To, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to say, and I'm sorry for all the commotion here. There is, um, when you're calling people, maybe try and work a little bit of. Uh, I. A I s- and really a, for service, I'm hardly hearing it. Sing, damn it, sing. Here's okay. Well, let's just get straight to the point. When you're calling people, Hello? you sing. You sing. You sing the. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? 
I say we cut him. We cut him and we get back to the show. Cut him loose. Hold on, Ted. Let him go. Ted Spencer. Yeah, it's really the best I could do right now. No. Ted, can you hear me? Well, if you could hear me, maybe I can just sing for you before I hang up. And Perfect. Let it rip, Ted. I don't know if you can hear can that. Can I sing but for you? Ted, please, rip. please sing. Yes. This is the IRS. Please sing now to pay your debt. You can't hear us. This is just really sad. Maybe he's singing in such a high key that we can't hear him. Oh my god. We have to be a dog to hear him. So here's the thing. We're supposed to be listening to like Isaac Gertz about their trips, but we're doing an advice show now. Yeah, what kind of. That's fine. We've got time. We've got time, baby. Teddy. Are you guys still there? We're still here, Ted. Can you hear us? Damn it! We want to hear you. I sing. can hear you better now. Can I? Can I sing for you before please, I before I get off the phone with you? Just family? sing, please, Ted. Let it okay. rest. Yes, yes. Sorry for the bad connection tonight, well, Ted. You know, it, it's okay. It's okay. Well, I mean, when I call people and and I start talking to them, I I really just want to sing a little message like this. I I've been practicing my head a little here and there by the time. Yeah, let's. I would love this to hear it. This is your official notice, your final notice from the IRS. The purpose of this call is to inform you that the IRS will be filing a lawsuit against you. If you wish to resolve this issue, call our department number immediately. At five six one nine oh two five two oh five. All right, Ted. Again. Again. <laughs> this is your final notice. If I don't know do a final countdown from period. the Could I get that on MP3? Oh man, man. I have not even I even practiced that out loud. Jeez. That was cathartic for everyone in the studio. We're we're in tears. Good? That was awesome, Ted. That was really wow. that was really oh, great, man. buddy. It really felt good. It really got me back on track for my dreams. It's all you need. You know and that yeah, exactly, Isaac. I took the words right out of my mouth, man. I heard, you know, when I when when we started this call, I had heard the desperation in your voice that you needed more. You weren't getting you weren't getting that full that fulfillment from this job that you really wanted to. Nobody wants to be calling cold calling people about IRS things, you know? I don't know. I don't owe any money. No, no nobody wants that. Everyone here is miserable. This place, this particular building has the highest suicide rate in all of North America. <laughs> that is terrible. I can't Ted, believe I, that. I really hope I'm so. That sorry, you're, you're in that situation. But you're not wrong. Ted, you got to stick it out and you got to sing, buddy. Just Say ignore thank you to your Ignore the negativity. Ted, please. I don't. I hope you really you aren't part of that statistic. You know, obviously you haven't killed yourself yet, but yeah. I hope you're not thinking about it because you got a beautiful voice, buddy. You should go for it. You want know screw American Idol? Go on the Voice. You ever hear that? Maybe make, maybe you should make a YouTube channel in which you sing covers, Queen covers, maybe Kansas covers, Boston covers. You like that? You like Boston? Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. I uh, want to hear. Yeah. Please Sorry. tell me more. You know what? This is what you gotta do, Ted. It's a three-step plan. Three steps. 
and I want you to start this tomorrow. I can't hear you. Teddy, Teddy! What's that? It's a three-step plan. Sure. We want you to start it tomorrow. Step Te one. <laughs> all right, all right. You got me excited. Tell me, tell me. Okay, here we go. Ted, can you hear me now? Teddy. Yeah. All right, sorry, sorry. Just making sure, buddy. All right, step number one. Buy a computer. And apologize to your mother for all you've done. Step number two. Buy a camera. Then record yourself in the mirror singing. And here's the thing. You have to be sure. Right. You have to be. Hold on. Oh, my God, Teddy. Damn it. Shut up. If you, You've got to be shirtless when you do this. Because you know what? Sex sells these days, buddy. And you know what? Singing Avril Lavigne covers isn't going to get you anywhere if your shirt's not off. And I can tell you're the type of guy that loves Avril, Avril Lavigne. And yeah. You, and you love Hoobastank. Yeah. And you love the Foo Fighters. So you know what? Sing those things, but sing with your dang shirt off, buddy. And here's number three. All right. You ready for this one? Wait, take my shirt off? Yeah, take your dang shirt off, I, buddy. I hope so. Here's number three. All right. You're going to go to the store. You're going to buy... What What store? Which one? You're, There's a lot of stores. That's true. That's true. You're going to go to your local grocery store. You're going to buy the big thing of barbecue sauce. The big one. All right. Sweet baby race. You're 32 gonna, ounce? 32 ounce. If they have the 48, that's I know that's not a common one, but if they have the 48, grab that. But um, whatever you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you grab it. You put it all over your kitchen floor. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to set up a camera. You're going to run into your apartment, slide across your kitchen floor, singing the national anthem to the people. You're going to upload that to YouTube. And here you, here you go. Final step. You go viral. You go viral. Well, viral. I, I don't know if I quite have the confidence to do that. Uh, and I think my wife would kill me. I mean, just imagine the mess it would make. It could, it could stain the floor. The floor is white. I mean, are you sure that... That would be worth it? It's all in the cost of going viral, man. You would win the hearts and the minds of the American people, without a doubt. If you were out there shirtless, greased up like a pig in barbecue sauce, slotting around your own kitchen, your own house, your own castle that you built as an American man singing the national anthem, who cares what your wife says? The country loves you. You're a millionaire. Overnight. How can you be so sure? You don't even know what I look like. Oh, I have traveled the country, and I will tell you, mister... That would win the hearts and minds of everybody in middle America, the coastal elites, the college liberals, the coal town people. Everybody would buy at least three of your albums individually. I, I think I'm going to do it. Please do. We're telling you. <laughs> we got you back here, Ted. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting to believe again. <laughs> and this, this could be it. This... This has really been a great call for me. I, I never expected to to actually contact someone who could help me. I, I normally just deal with angry people and they'll, dirt. they'll swear and say profane things and hang up the phone. And sometimes I take it personally. 
Ted, I hope to see you on Red Tube singing the national anthem sometime yeah. real soon. And also, I really want him to do a cover for the IR, his IRS thing. Yeah. It's, instead of the final countdown, it's your final notice. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, the first funny thing Kyle said on this show. <laughs> Jeez. That would be amazing. Come on, baby. Oh, wow. Who's that, Foreigner? <laughs> okay. Well. Well. Hey. Thanks for. Thanks for listening to me, guys, and uh, you know, really giving you a boost in confidence. You got a great show, and I. Uh, I hope you keep it up. I mean, I'm sure you help a lot of people. You really help me. You, buddy. I, I definitely got to get back to work. My. My boss is going to be in soon, and. Uh, okay. Well. Bye. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying to collect that money and you guys you guys just keep being who you are. Thank you, Ted. Do you do your thing, buddy. I'll keep I'll uh, keep an eye open Thanks for you. Thanks for calling, brother. Feel the dream. Thank you so much. You'll you'll see me sliding in that barbecue sauce. God bless you. All right. Have a good night, Ted. Ted Stenson. What a good guy. That's a quality man. Teddy Stenson. Um, living a living a rough life. It seems not not the roughest though. Oh, what, who is rougher, yours? How about Joe the bodyguard? Does he even have a place at this new studio? Well, yeah. oh, God. I haven't not? heard of him since what the last studio, man. Nope. Is he still standing All there? All right, don't worry. He was not here when I walked in. Is he laid off? Don't worry. We got oh. a place for him. We're just waiting for <laughs> God bless you, Eric. Waiting for it to set up. So this show really is really taking the quite the turn for uh, what I planned. Let's Hard life. Hard left. All right, Isaiah. It's the saying of the night. Hard is there anything you specifically want to uh, say about your trip here? No. Really? You've been gone for, what, a month and a half now? Um, six and a half weeks to be exact. Okay, so a month and a half and a half. <laughs> then um, you've got nothing that you want to say about your trip. Not a word. No experiences learned. Nope. No funny times. Nope. It was all business. Nope. It's all sacred to me. And if I were to spill the beans, it would not be sacred anymore. Unless you ask questions, I can answer uh, questions. All Isaiah, day. Isaiah, Isaiah. I can answer questions Isaiah. all day. What was your favorite part of the trip that you took for the last six weeks to month and a half? There we go. So my favorite part actually comes in twos. There is the Mesa Verde in Colorado that is actually an ancient Puebloanian. Um, what do you call it? I guess like society that's just like all these ancient ruins. I got to tour through and hike up and down. And then the second was Crater Lake swimming in a collapsed volcano. Doesn't get much cooler than that, does it? I don't think so. Ooh, that'll be hotter, you know what? actually. That's my next trip. You I'm planned sure it, buddy. Isaiah would be around to tell us after that. I'll be filming it while I do Science. it. So <laughs> where, sorry, go ahead. Where is this Crater Lake? Crater Lake is up in, I want to say, Oregon. Right, Oregon? I couldn't tell you. I've never been there. <laughs> I didn't so. go there either. I don't know. It was Oregon, as as far as you know. <laughs> you got a point. I mean, I am asking where it's from. That's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> don't worry, Isaiah, because your job's about to be stolen. Nope, because I actually am signing a full position no. contract. Full time. Here it is. Here it it's, is right it's here. It's actually in Oregon. Oh, yeah. Ah, I said that. That's, that's exactly what I said. That's a real false. intern right there. Yeah. Just so you know. That's exactly Thank what you, I Kevin said. Lorenz, and the new I was, intern. No problem. I was, lit, I was there to live the experience. So, anything you could read? Yeah, but you weren't positive and you didn't look no, it up. No, I was asking he you guys. the legwork. I was asking you guys. It was an open, open question. Uh-huh, but yeah. I actually knew it was in Oregon because I, it, I it was there. It wasn't an open question because Keith asked I, you the question. I done been there, boy. Any other questions? Um, how'd you like the Redwoods? Redwoods are sweet. Um, I was a little disappointed because it wasn't like an official national park. It was just like 
kind of a strip you drive up with all these large trees and you just well pull there's over. multiple sequoias well like, yeah there parks. are but the redwoods national park it wasn't like official which was sort of disappointing it was just kind of like you got to go to the sequoia national park i, think I it's different i have been to sequoia national park oh okay yep i've seen the general <laughs> sherman i stood next to the general sherman and it was awesome yeah that train is all right awesome. isaiah I love you, buddy. I love you too. But I love you guys. Let's wrap this up a little bit here. What about Grits? We didn't even get to his experience. exactly. Hold on, man. You gotta trust me here. <laughs> I got a plan here. Patience. There's a reason I host the show because I know what's going on. You know, all right, buddy. All right. all right, let's relax. We just gotta get to the chance, Jack. I mean, he's been feral for the last six and a half he weeks. He has been feral. <laughs> he lost the touch, Isaiah. Firstly, if you're listening, we're going late tonight. That's all there is to it. We're doing a long show, Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Did you learn anything about yourself on this show? Let's be honest here for a second. You know what? This show doesn't have to be funny at all times. <laughs> you know what? It I can disagree. be real <laughs> and genuine. Did you learn anything on this trip? Yes or no? Yes. Did you learn? What did you learn? I can't answer that at the moment, but I'll get back to you in a few minutes <laughs> okay. after I use the restroom. Okay. Can I tell you what I learned? Well, we don't even know anything about your trip, but we'll, we'll start it from the back half. Yeah. We'll start from the back end. Back nine. Dessert first. Yes. What I learned, walking through the country. Here's a tip for you all out there. What? If you're going to walk through cornbread country, if you're going to go through all these states that Isaiah and I went Stop through. Stop for cornbread, no, obviously. No, do it drunk, because the boring states, you need to be drunk while you do it, or you won't have any fun. <laughs> Wear an American flag bandana at all times. If you don't want to be hassled by anybody in the middle of the country... Just wear an American flag bandana. It's camouflage. You're invisible. You can sit down at any bar. No one bothers you. That's what I learned. Incredible. Did you act on that idea at any point? Oh, absolutely. I wore I wore a bandana the entire trip. Yeah. I lost it in Oregon, but I had it all through Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Colorado, Wyoming, South Dakota. Yeah. Oh, where it really counted. Absolutely. <laughs> My name is Eric Hughes, and I am an American hero. <laughs> you are? You know what? I would agree with that, too. I Wait, I want to know, hero, in what sense, what have you done to declare yourself? I'm not doubting you. I just want to know. What haven't I done? What, how do, why do I have to prove myself to you? <laughs> you got a point. Would yeah, you say heroes always smell so bad? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you work up a sweat, you know? Yeah. Being a hero. Being yeah, it's to scale, how long Tired. is your cape? Which well, I hope I is need a cape. flag. Okay, well, you're not a hero if you don't got a cape. Oh, oh time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just saying, how many, how many good heroes have you known that haven't worn a cape? Uh, <laughs> sitting right here. Firefighters. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver, thank you. <laughs> Zach Pape. George Clooney. I wear a cape. Obviously. Zach wears a cape, you little brown noser. Sully Sullenberger. Never seen him. Sully. Doesn't wear a cape. Does Tom not Hanks. wear a cape. He landed that plane. He saved those people. That's Thank true. God. Yeah, and they, well, All right. Actually, he said he wasn't a hero. The phone number is 716-218-3458. Hot Dirt, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Hello. Who, are we, who are we talking to? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, this is Scott Moreau. Scott Film Moreau. Film director, producer, screenwriter, and visionary. Scott Moreau. Well, thank you for uh, calling in the show tonight. What's going on with you? Where are you calling from? Oh, calling from my hometown here, Norwich, Connecticut. Mm, Norwich, Connecticut. I drove through there. <laughs> Norwich, Connecticut. We've got a couple of people on the show that just travel across the country here. You've and, been, uh, uh, Norwich, Connecticut's known yeah, for Yeah, that's great. Scene. I heard about that. Um, 
Yeah, listen. I'm thinking I want to make a feature presentation about you boys. All right. And I was wondering if you uh, you'd be interested. Are any any money in it? Wait, hey, you're not you're not a world traveler, man. There's already plenty of hot dirt visuals. Did you just say is there any money in it? <laughs> in, in in the bustling uh, you know copper curtains aisles of Norwich, Connecticut. Uh, the, yeah, I don't know. How, how's how's the uh, how's the film producing scene out have there? Have you ever have you ever been to Norwich, Connecticut? Yes, sir. I just drove through it about three weeks ago. And I tell you what, I'm all on board for that movie. Alright. Well you have... didn't think you'd ever been there. Yeah. He had... Are you talking Hold to me? on, let's let well, the let's man talk for a second. There's not many drifters in Nor Which there's not many drifters in Norwich, Connecticut, buddy. So let's get to the let's get to the bottom line here. I wanna make a fe- feature film about you guys, a presentation and uh I'm gonna change it up a little bit. I was can give you guys a general plot line and maybe you guys could improvise some dialogue all right yeah absolutely let us hear it would you be would you be interested in that or you you guys just i i could cut the rest of my nipples right now let's do this all right great great um so uh how about instead of you guys going separately you guys meet together at a church when you're both seeking shelter. Okay, so let me set let me set this scene for you, right? So we've got interior church. Two people enter. Is this a man and a woman? Two men. What do you What are you thinking? It's It's Isaiah and Grit. But in this movie, his name's going to be Gerard because Grit's Grit's just isn't going to sell. Okay. It so, sounds too foreign. We have we have a big issue with that right now. I feel you. I get it. That's fair. Okay. So interior it just, church. It just, it just sounds like dirty. We're got, not, and although you are dirty, we're just not going to dirty your name too. So right. Right. We're, we're going to change it to Gerard. And you, you were a Catholic schoolboy who just revolted. You you were raised very formal, upper middle class. You know suburbs. Had everything growing up, best hockey equipment, but threw it all away. Dick farts. Didn't even take your life savings. You just left. Right. Okay. So, so that's a, that's the premise. All okay. Right. The scene is set. All right. The scene is set. So let me set this for you two guys. Okay. I'm a and I. You know what? I'm a fellow screenwriter, quote unquote here. So let me. I'll set this up for them. Okay. And you. We can. You and I. You know what? I kind of like your whole dynamic. The thing we've got going on between you and me. Okay. Because we kind of get it. We get it, buddy. So let me. I'm gonna set it up so they can knock it down, and I think we can make something cool here. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. So interior church. What are you thinking, day or night? Night, definitely. Okay. Interior church, night. Um, Gerard and Isaiah enter. Fades to black. Already. <laughs> <I was laughs> Fades to black and scene. I was no, thinking sorry. that Gerard had been there for two nights already. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And Isaiah me... just comes for one night. Isaiah, see, Isaiah, they're both, they befriend each other when they realize they both have a common goal of reaching the Burning Man Festival in Nevada. Okay. All right, here. Okay, I Does got. Does that it. work? That works. All right, I like this. I like where we're going with this. All right, let me start over. You okay with that? All right. 
All right. Interior church night. Gerard, 24, almost homeless, sits on the bench of the church after having slept there for two days. Isaiah enters. The church is empty, but Gerard remains silent on the bench. Isaiah begins to speak. Hello, is there anybody in here? Oh. It's raining outside. I'm very cold. Well, at least there's a roof here. Come on in, by all means. As I slowly walk down the pew in the aisle of the church. Hello, sir. What's your name? I'm Gerard. Yourself? My name is Isaiah. You look you look pretty road dirty. Looks like you got a bit of a you got a little bit of road crust on you. You traveler too? Yes, sir, I am. I was just dropped off by a flatbed. It's been raining nonstop since I started this day. Oh, I feel you. I've been I've been staying in this church for a couple nights now to avoid this bad weather. It's it's a hell of a storm out there. I'm glad you got to safety. Me too. Um are you a friend or foe? I need to know because if you're foe, I'm just going to find somewhere else. But if you're a friend, we could stay and talk. That's oh. not a real conversation. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say, but we're in a church. This is a, this is a neutral ground here. This is, this is everyone's people here. We're all friends here. Gerard, you can cut this off at any moment. I'm sorry, not Gerard. I'm totally my bad. Scott? Thank you, Scott. Scott yes. Moreau, have you have you have any of you ever seen any of my work? No, read off some titles. Um, I might have, but I don't see movies too frequently being like selectively homeless. So please uh, give me some titles. Let me let me see if it piqued my memory. You've never seen Cutting Board One through Four. Nope. I just got to a church on a rainy day, so movies are not on the top of my priorities. Scott, let me. Well, Scott, your mother, your mother might have probably one of your mother's favorites. Where the daisies grow. Okay. Cool. Scott, first let me let me apologize for forgetting your name. We talked to a lot of people on the show, and I'm sorry. There was there's been a lot of hubbub going on here tonight in the studio. We had a million people, but I think we're starting to level out a little bit here. Um, I think I feel like I have kind of heard of your films before. Did you do? What is that one? It's like a teen rom-com. <gasps> in Through the Outdoor? That was my first kiss. To, I was in the movie theater. I had my first kiss to yeah, that movie. Yeah. In Through the Outdoor. You, you did Break in the White Wall, too, right? I did. Those were some of my earlier works, and I don't, I don't like to speak of them much because I've, I've grown a lot since then. Well, and I just I try to stay focused on my next project, and I, I really don't look back. Okay. So I, I really appreciate the love and the appreciation for all my hard work, but let's let's stick with what we're doing here. All right. You know I'm I'm calling all the way from Connecticut. I I just I heard of two guys who who just did a cross country trip, and I thought you know perfect. I I usually get a cast of you know well-known actors people have been doing this for years not just some random bums but you know this will help me stay in the budget and it will really give it a real life feel and i think that you know if we get some excitement some inspiration a little probably a lot more love than these guys have seen in 
years, you know, um, some suspense. It can really grab the attention of the viewers, and uh, this might this might be my my biggest one yet. And uh, well, I gotta say, I mean, I uh, the beauty of having professional actors is that they're good at acting. This is this is a pretty risky venture you're getting yourself into here. Well, anyone can do anything. And the secret to film is that it's an illusion. So although these people may not be experienced actors who have been doing this for years, no one needs to know that. You know, with my guidance, I can make you guys do what you need to do, which is essentially just be yourself. And lie so, to people. If to you could just illusion. get over the pressure of the camera it'll be fine I, I know it'll be fine it'll it'll work out so should we do another skit for you if you feel like it um let's say let's say we're we're down the road a little bit we're uh hmm where would we be we're we're in texas you guys are in texas and uh you're getting into a little b argument over, uh, mm, we'll say the last, the last, the last can of Hormel breakfast hash. All right, that's better than cottage cheese. And the next town isn't for forty miles. And we're just being ourselves, right? You're being yourself, but you so. you really have to get angry and realize you guys have to anger isn't with me who, though so who that's... really who really deserves more of the breakfast hash yeah but you're desperate and i need isaiah, to feel like, this starving. you know isaiah when we met at that church when we met at that church sister rosemary helped you sister rosemary looked me in the eyes and she called me a scoundrel she looked at me and she didn't give me anything if it weren't for father baker if it weren't for father baker who showed me kindness i wouldn't have survived that night you walk in last night of that stormy night and you get everything. Sister Rosemary comes in and feeds you and clothes you and lets you use the washing machine. And she introduces, she hooks you up with her daughter for some reason. I don't know why she has a daughter. Why? Why? Why do you get this can of hash? What, do I get the can of hash? Is it because you've been there for two days mooching off of Father Baker? Is it because you've had a bed to sleep on? Is it because you've had four other cans of hash already? And this is my first can of hash after coming in late at night? I'm freaking starving, man. This is this is weeks later. What do you mean? We've been eating fine since then. This was back in Illinois. No, you don't get this kind of hash, and you know why? Because I've been carrying I've been carrying us my know-how. I'm a more experienced traveler. I've been around more places than you have. I've done it harder. I earned this food. Alright, so you are claiming to be more experienced, but if you're more experienced, you would know how to get food, whereas an experienced man would give to his apprentice, you know? That's just a great Ah, uh, what would you call it? Um, uh, All of a sudden, now you're a student? Now I owe you? Now you're an apprentice of mine? Since when did that happen? We were fellow travelers. I thought you could hold your own. If you can't fend for yourself, why should I keep you around? You know what? Oh! Yeah! All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Fade to black. I love it. They never made it to birth. You like these? These two are pretty good, huh? Mr. Moreau? That's just how the road works, though. That you know, isn't I gotta... what I expected, you know? I thought I'd have to find 
another crew of guys who have just, you know, been traveling and it's hard to get a hold of guys like this. No, we're the dream team. Going. We are the dream team. There so, are... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say these two, you know what I've realized about them is that they really kind of, because we've done some projects together, but they kind of, they really get into their roles. They are method actors, I'll say. You know, they, when, when somebody needs to hit another person, they clobber them, you know? And it's, I feel like that's kind of the person, the type of actor you're, you are looking for as a director. Definitely. We need to give America and the whole world, for that matter, the feel. They they need to leave that theater feeling like they need to shower, feeling like they're hungry, feeling like their legs hurt, you know, feeling like their hands are just so rough and they've just been carrying, you know, clothes and pots and pans and you know, tarps, tarps, bucket tarps for and water, water and a mirror, you know, brushing their teeth with their finger like you do at your friend's house when you forget your toothbrush. I've, I've ruined a lot of relationships because I make people feel like they're dirty. So, yeah, I think I think I can do this. This is great. And I'm just a naturally See, dirty guy, so I've definitely got this down pat, brother. This is my, uh, this is my uh, bouquet of flowers, if you will. So Gerard, what was your reason for taking this trip? I didn't I didn't quite hear that. So to be honest, I left on my trip. I was laying around in bed for about two months. My dad had died the year before. I went back to school after I already failed once. And I failed again. And I sat around and didn't do anything but sleep, really. And after about two months of that, I kind of decided I was sick of it and I needed to do something. So I summed up what do I know best? That's how to live in the woods. And I walked in the woods till I got to my brother's place. And where does your brother live? Washington, DC. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's true. It took me uh took me about fifty days to get from from New York to Washington, DC. Well, to stay within the budget, do you think you could walk to Norwich, Connecticut? <laughs> so, uh, I, I could. It would actually it would actually take about the same amount of time. There um there isn't a trail. I, I hiked through the woods using established trails, but if I were to hike to Norwich, Connecticut, I would actually need to do a bit of backcountry bushwhacking, you know, like killing deer and drinking the blood and really surviving off the land where no one else is. So unfortunately it might not actually be any cheaper. Yeah, whatever, buddy. Just uh, whatever you got to do to get out here, and we're going to make this film happen. And, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be great. And Isaiah you guys, skateboard all the way You guys want to take this step, be big-time Hollywood. I'm the guy to do it. So, you want to know uh, why I left, brother? What really drove me over the edge? Only if you want. Uh, you, you don't have don't, to say yeah. I don't, I, I, th- I think Scott's only interested in me. Really and you had my last can of hash. Can, uh, you ate my last can of hash. Scott only wants me. Get out of here, Isaiah. Save it for the trip. Scott. So, Scott, how can these people get a... How can we get a hold of you to get these guys in there? I'm going to email you my contact information. And uh, you're going to talk to my secretary, and she's going to set something up. Okay. That's cool. Well, th- and I'm going to... 
I'm going to go, uh, I don't know. I got a couple vacations to take. I think I'm going to go to Venice, meet up with some friends out there. I, uh, Venice Hollywood? I like espresso, so I'm gonna I'm gonna drink about drink a, a little bit of espresso, and I'm gonna think about think about this screenplay. And hey, I've got a quick. And I'm gonna tip work on it. I'm gonna do a lot of hard work, and I expect you guys to do the same. Are you talking about Venice, California? No. Okay. Oh, well, then my tip is irrelevant. Never mind. That's uh, that's your guys's territory. Let me. Can I ask you something really quick, Scott? Yeah, what's that? You've been. Uh, I, I was reading in TMZ the other day. I'm an avid uh, reader of that website. You know, I can't get enough of the pop, the pop culture type gossip thing. You know, and I was reading that you've been uh, canoodling with Jennifer Aniston. Is that is that true or false? Let's get a hot dirt exclusive here. Listen, buddy. You tell me you don't know about me. Now you know my personal life. I don't know your work. Super yeah, whatever. Well. Me, me and Jenny, me and Jenny know each other. All right, I'm gonna leave it at that. You guys going to Italy together, or, or what? Venice? I'm sorry. Listen, I gotta go. My wife's on the other line. See ya. <laughs> Scott Morrow, thank you much for the opportunity. You'll hear from me soon. And there he goes. He sounds like a world traveler going to Venice. I, I, you know what? He does. He did sound legit. I don't know if he did. I don't. I don't want any part of him. Actually, I changed my mind. Now I'm. I'm kind I'll of. I'll take your spot. Isaac. I'm down for you this guy. It. I've traveled. I know. Traveled. If, if he sends me a spec script and I like it, we'll see. <laughs> we'll get something going. We'll see. All right. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play a little bit of music real quick. Yes. I'm gonna go and grab a beverage. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Chris's trip. If you want to listen, listen. We're going late tonight. That's all it is. We have actually already gone probably later than we ever have. Um, but we're, not, we're going as long as we need to because that's what we do. Could I request a song if this whole thing is about traveling? I've got the perfect song. If you can make that happen. Yeah, I wish you would have I wish you would have done this earlier so I could make it smooth. That's all right. I'll um I'll kill the kill the space. I'm about to kill you. <laughs> uh, please. You are the worst intern. Like, you really intern. you really got I'm rusty. Not, you got the, rusty. Whoa! <laughs> what did you just say? He's not the intern. I'm full time now. No. Uh, we made a deal before. Uh, I left. We'll talk about it later. Okay. What do you, what song do you want to hear? All right. Can't heat going up the country. Best traveling song in the world. Wait. I'm sorry. I literally was not even listening all right. to you. Canned heat. The band is canned. Yeah, I know that. Oh, okay. Going up the country. With a Z. <laughs> That's a short one. We're typing into YouTube. We're looking up music live. <laughs> Dude, you're blowing the cover off me. <laughs> oh, me. You are breaking. <laughs> All right. Hot Dirt Show's back in just a second. Stick around. Grace is going to talk about it. Yes, 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 yes. Hot Dirt Show back online. Streaming to HotDirt.net as well as 93.3 The Egg North Bank's only FM radio station. That was Going Up the Country by Canned Heat. Thank you, Isaiah, for the suggestion. Took me a long way. And at the end of the show, I'll say some kind words to you. But for now, I'm going to say kiss my ass. (laughs) All right. 
If you're still listening, thank you for uh, tuning in the show. Really, genuinely appreciate for sticking it out with us tonight. I know there was a lot of there's a lot of people in the studio here, and when a lot of nonsense once we get a lot of people going, it just gets it's a little rowdy. We were you know off track what? at least four times. And I want to say something real quick. The phone number is 716-218-3458. I want to say something else. Um, August 7th, we're going to do a slight relaunch of the show here. And I've got a couple of things I'd like to comment about that. We'll be in the new studio for one. One, exactly, Kyle. I like your style. And I'll have... Kyle um, style. I'll have better prepared answers because this kind of just like struck me by surprise. I wasn't ready. It's okay. But August 7th, I'll have stories. I'll have life lessons. I'll have tips. If we want them. If we want If them. you want We don't have to. Um, I mean, the show is going to be a little bit more structured. There's going to be... We're going to have a live musical guest. That is a fact. Um, we're going to be... going to be bits. going to be some pre-recorded things. Um... Another big thing, I think we're going two hours straight instead of the one and change. Cool. We're just going to go for it. That's impressive. I've beat. I'm exhausted right now. Yeah, we're going to need some sort of like uh, re-energizer stuff. Like we're going to need gels. We're going to need like gels and stuff. Maybe Tim Hortons could cater us. Yeah, it's a possibility. Take a couple disco naps. But anyways, for now, we're here. We're joined by uh, Gritz and intern Isaiah. Gritz is... A good friend of ours, and the, f- we've, the phone number is 716-218-3458. Hot Dirt, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get a sheet pizza, cheese and pepperoni, uh, and a bucket of barbecue chicken wings for delivery. Well, and I'm at uh, uh, this guy he's 2197 Westmore Lane. Uh, South Bank, New York. Who? One four two seven three. Yeah. So how long you thinking? Ten well, minutes. Ten we minutes we only so. got pepperoni, not pepperoni. Hold up. We, sir, you said you. Well, firstly, was that a? You said that was the li- delivery or pickup? Delivery. All right. All right. God. I'm what sorry. I'm what sorry. Have- we've had a long. We've had a long day. You want to pay with a cash or card? I'll pay you when I get here. What the, what the, man, what you, is this? You said, did you say you wanted barbecue wings or honey mustard wings? Barbecue, yeah. You want charbroiled or you want this to slather? What? Charbroiled wings what? or slathered. What is that? What is that? Char- Charbroiled is when we put them on the in the broiler, and they get nice and crispy. Slather is when we cook them normally, or we fry them, sir. And we you put them in a normally. What is this? We want we, Yeah. Give I'm the calling, guy normal. He's he's on a manager. This is he Tennessee. You said you wanted. Uh, what else did you want again? A sheep pizza. What do you want? Pineapple She's pizza. Pepperoni. You don't want pineapple She's pizza. Pepperoni. You could throw some sausage on it. You could throw whatever. You know, just make it a meat lovers. God. Okay. Well, sir, we're running a special. Paulie's here. We're hungry. We're running a special. I got tons of dishes. How long are you gonna be? I'm sorry, sir. Oh, you know what? The clock is just about to strike 10:30, and I think we're we're closing up. I don't know if we can do that order. Are you? Are you kidding? 
Listen, my buddy Paulie, he just drove in from the city and he's hungry. And I'm hungry too. Well, sir. Think full of dishes. Sir, Listen. I'm. Sir, you don't have to yell. Listen, you bring the pizza to 3554 Westmore Lane, South Bank, New York. And I'll see you. I'll pay you when you get there. I might even give you a tip. Sir. All right? Okay. We're I'll closing. See you in about 20 minutes. Thanks. We're closing soon, sir. Okay. That sounds like a job for intern Isaiah to prove his worth. Isaiah? Well, Actually, my pizza? worth is already proven. I've driven across the country, so this guy could drive it up at, you know, you guys all know what I'm getting. His ad. You know. Uh, drive it up his ad, boy. Drive it up his always talking it up. It's always talking so, it up. there's that. Well, you've got a pizza deliver after the show, at least. This is not the first time we've took a order for pizza. No. It's probably not. not the last time, either. Yeah. You know what the thing, the thing is? There's a pizza place in town. That is off. That has a very similar number to ours. Hot dough. It's called too. It's even Hot, a close. It's, it's name. so weird. The name yeah. is close to two one eight three four five seven. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Google seems to mess Hot it up. Dough. Yeah, I don't know. Hot dough. All right. Well. <laughs> and it, we were, what were we talking about? This freaking relaunch. Me. We're well, talking about me. Well, we were talking about the relaunch of the show, and it was how it was going to be oh. different with like skits and stuff. But I mean, we could talk about Grits' trip clowns. now. If we yeah. Want. So real quick, just August seventh, relaunch of the show. Make sure you tune in. It's going to be fun. We're going to be in a new studio. Everything's going to be updated. We're going to get a new. We're going to new mixer, new yes. board, more wow. channels, baby, more microphones. <gasps> so it's just it's going to be fun. It's going to be grits. fun. Grits. Grits is fun. Hello. So let's let's take yeah. it back here for Jerry's still real <laughs> Let's take it real. Let's swing it far back. Grits is a person I met years ago through skateboarding, I believe. Is that what it was? I would. I could only imagine. Oh uh, yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was that church right on the street, and I fell a lot and broke my nose a couple times. Yeah, and uh, and somehow we've still, um, we're still, still friends. It's because I'm not around. That's yeah. Mo- I think most that's people... the that's the thing is that the less the less you're around, the better friends we are. It's, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it's distance, it's an inverse exponential equation. Like the farther makes... distance between us, the stronger the connection. But as soon as I get near, it's it's See, ruined. Yeah, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Come. So and grits. Uh, it's been we've had you on the show before in person and over the phone. And so you you had taken a trip from Syracuse to Washington D.C. and you just had explained it for uh, a quick moment before we went to the song here. Right. Yeah. So I I decided after after just kind of an annoying period of my life where I was just a, actually a bum, actually not doing anything. I said, okay, well, let's do anything, and that was walk 800 miles. So I did. I mean, that's the logical step. When I you know what <laughs> I suppose when, when I feel like I'm not doing anything, I'm like, you know what. I'm gonna walk 800 miles. It's it's my it's you no know, it's my safety blanket. You know that's how I grew up doing it. I remember being a child and just mm-hmm. you know, walking walking to Cincinnati, coming on back, right. get to school on Monday. So what? Take us through. Yeah. Don't you don't have to describe the entire trip detail by detail detail by detail. Um, but what were some of the highlights? I guess. Let's see. The, the third night on the trail, Central New York. I was on the Finger Lakes Trail. Shared a campsite with an ex-convict. Okay. That was cool, you know. He got, we got to talk, and he was there. Wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> sure, buddy. Did what he? What was the offense? May I ask? Exactly. Oh, you don't ask. I said okay. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You were there wrong time, wrong place. I believe you. Because Grits could have Grits could have been the next offense. You know, had he his de- hands dove in. wouldn't have really defended himself <laughs> yeah. that well. Yeah. No, there's 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 a certain way you kind of keep your head on a swivel. You know, like when you're you know when I have your cell phone service. Your hat. Both. Okay. I mean, if you know, it's or it's your on the bandana. <laughs> Call back. No. So um. Yeah, no, so and I guess that's another little life lesson. Wear, wear an American flag bandana so the hicks don't, you know, shoot you. And you, when you're walking by yourself, you know, you got to stay a little bit wise. And that's not, you know, don't kick a bee's nest. Don't go poking the bear. If you're sharing a campsite with an ex-convict with a bottle of whiskey two days away from your home, yeah, you know. I think two conflicts could have been avoided with eating some of the cornbread. For instance, you wouldn't have offended the locals enough to have to wear an American flag bandana the entire stay, which is probably pretty dirty and offensive in itself. And also, uh, when you met with this convict with the whiskey and everything, you know, the the odds of him acting crazy are much higher if he doesn't have a belly full of cornbread. So maybe you could have, you know, dulled the effects of the whiskey. And, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, no American flag bandana. You could have asked him a couple more questions and given us some more feedback. I'm actually really disappointed. It's like you went on a trip and you didn't actually get anything from it. Oh, I learned. You you heard about the first three days, brother. I learned a lot. about. We drank that bottle of whiskey. Don't worry. We got to talking. And uh, so, right, so we're sort of sitting on the campsite talking about drinking the bottle of whiskey. And... Frankly, I don't remember much that night. All I remember is this dude was in the woods for 15 nights, and he just had a campsite. I was moving, but he held up shop. He got himself into the woods. was like, yeah, you know, my work contract starts in two weeks, so I figured I'll go hang out in the woods. And it was great. Little kindred spirit action there. It was cool. He wasn't scary at all. I wasn't afraid. He offered whiskey. I drank. I offered cigarettes. We smoked. It was great. So you think the odds are his, uh, his offense was a nonviolent crime then, Grit? Probably pretty high. I did trust okay. him. Just, I'm not going to ask. You don't meet someone in prison who was in prison say, So! <laughs> did you kill anybody? I've known you for 15 minutes. Please, tell me. Tell me why the government thinks you're a felon. Tell me about your offenses and why you're in, you were in prison. No, that's just not a good move. And it's, it's, not, a fa- it's not a sense of I didn't trust him, because obviously I trust him. We shared a campsite. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you always keep politeness. All right, so we're, we're talking about this kind of, I feel like, want to hear more about it this your trip not just the convict story right so this is about 30 days later no sorry 20 days later i get to the end of the finger Lakes trail and uh i'm pretty beat um the first the first eight days were me getting in shape i was walking not too many miles but just like oh <laughs> my backpack's heavy and my legs are out of shape this is yeah. great end of the first three weeks i was good i was moving but i was in the cat skills so i i think i hiked a mile of elevation over the course of two days. Uh, the Catskills are pretty hairy if you've never been. They're just kind of isolated peaks on the southeastern part of New York State. And I finished the Finger Lakes Trail at this point. So now the last part of this hike is 30 miles of walking on a road, which is the worst way to end a hike across New York State. I had hiked through beautiful forests and meadows, lakes, mountains, and everything. Last 30 miles, Walk down this dirt road. Screw it. Walk to a highway, put my thumb out, try to hitch a ride into the next gas station. Person picks me up, and she's really cool. And I say, oh, can you just take me, you know, into town? I need to go to the grocery store to get some food. She's like, well, I can't take you that far, but I'll take you to the next intersection. Sure, absolutely. Get in the car, we're talking, and it's cool. And then she warms up. And 
as makes sense. She was a single woman picking up a dirty looking bearded guy on the side of the road. So she was just making sure I wasn't, you know, really a dirty looking haggard dude. She's like, oh, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Um, she took me to a diner. We got to talking. She works at this summer camp and it runs camp all year round. She says, let me call my boss. Calls her boss. I get to stay for two nights at a little camp in the middle of the Catskills. Nice. Yeah. So at the end of my, like, after the first, like, tough part of my climb, part of my hike, I get to spend two nights at a camp. I get a washing machine, get a thing. I had collected some chaga, which is a wood-growing mushroom. It makes wonderful tea. It helps your immune system, helps inflammation. It's probably anti-cancer. Any hallucinations? No. Oh, Not on this kind. Just wanted to make sure. No worries. But thankfully... We don't do drugs here at Hunter. Thankfully, camps are full of hippies, so they all knew what it was. You guys don't. You're all city slickers. So I traded two pitchers of tea, and they gave me whiskey, let me stay, you know, like in a bed. You gave someone mushrooms, and they in turn gave you whiskey and a place to stay. No, that's the beauty of it. If you see some dude who is walking for 30 days walk out of the woods and say, I've been drinking this tea, and it keeps me happy, ah, they're inclined to trust you. <laughs> Fair enough. They're hippies, they're kindred spirits, they're camp counselors. So that was cool. The end of New York State, I got to trade got to trade some foraged food for booze and two nights in a warm bed and a shower and a washing machine. That was great. It sounds like a great deal. Next day I'm at a I'm at a lean to. I meet two guys, twins, and their buddy from Long Island. All Long Island dudes, they're coming up. It's their birthday, the twins. They're turning thirty three together. Wow, this is cool. They brought booze too. Nice. Awesome. 10 p.m. Passed out. We're good. We had a fire going. <laughs> we were just drinking all night, taking shots, taking nips. It was cool. It was great. Got to talk to these guys. I thought you said they were 33 and not 95. Thir- thir- you passed I... out at 10 p.m., Grits? <laughs> Jesus. A bottle of whiskey. I'm, I'm a skinny little guy at this point. I'd be all right, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. I was just, you know, whatever. Go, uh, go ahead. You, you lose a lot of tolerance when you lose your body fat. When, when you're skinny, booze gets right to your head, man. So I get there and I pass out and it was, you know, it was fun. I was happy. I was, I had a liquid blanket for the night. It was nice and toasty. A little liquor blanket. A liquid blanket. Liquid blanket. Pat Bendon. I've heard of liquid dinners before, but not a liquid blanket. I like it though. So all of a sudden it's, I don't know when it is, but it's later that night. It could have been 1045. It might've been three in the morning. And I hear footsteps coming to the front of lean to. And all four of us had just been sprawled out, just fell over and just uh, all over the place. So I see headlamps coming up. I got woken up by people moving. I jolt awake and start tucking my side, my stuff to the side so they have a place to sleep. And there's a headlamp just shining right in my eyes. I'm still drunk. Just headlamp right here. I'm gesturing in front of my forehead. And grits? Yeah, grits. Yes. Grits? It's me. Just turn your headlamp off, please. God, my head hurts. <clears throat> headlamp goes off. College friend of mine just happens to be hiking that night. Shows up to lean to with two, two of her friends from work. Awesome. Move over. She comes in. Her friends come in. We all make room. We sleep in the morning. Wake up the next day. I get to drive with a college buddy to New Paltz, New York. That saved me about 15 miles of that road walking I was talking about. Get to New Paltz to start the next section of the tra- trail. It's a Sean Gunk Ridge Trail that runs to New Jersey. 
that was uneventful in terms of people, but probably the most beautiful hiking. I have to say, if you ever do want to right. go out into the woods, the Sean Gunk Ridge Trail, Mohonk Preserve. And this is this is New York still, or this is still in New York. It's okay. a little bit west of the Hudson River, and this trail ends in northern New Jersey, starts in New Paltz. It's great. There's ridge lines. There's climbing there. It's really, really, really nice. Huh. Whoa. Okay. So where am I at now? So that was April 16th to May 7th. That was it. And I was hiking until I was out traveling until July 4th. So, I mean, please, guys, break this up a little bit because I've barely scratched the surface. I'm still in New York. Right. At this point, I'm still in New York. Yeah. And you, I talked to you prior and you were only in uh so what pennsylvania was next what did anything specifically interesting happen in pennsylvania pennsylvania was actually so i think my favorite story i got out of pennsylvania i met this dude named sherpa and sherpa is a guy that's his trail name for those who are not in on the culture on the lingo on the what the cool kids are doing right People who hike long distance trails give themselves nicknames that they pass off. Kind of like a gang name. Little bit. I mean, you get tattoos if you're really in on it. You know, it's, there's 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 vetting. Do you wear a designated color? No, that's that's the trick. It's a uh, it's, it's rainbow. Actually, the, actually, it's brands you wear. You know, you see you see the like clothing. Hollister, Abercrombie, stuff Fated like that. Like Arctic Glory, Hardware, Fated New Glory. Face. A, a lot of Ed North Hardy Face. still for some reason. A lot of Ed Hardy is still kicking around. Designer tees, designer tees, a lot of designer tees. Aeropostel, the Diesel. bright colors. You can you know be seen on the trail, stuff <laughs> tap, like that. I get tapped it. out or tap out. Oh, ta- well, that's a must. Once, once, yeah, absolutely. You start hiking long distances, you need tap out gear. I mean, if you want to intimidate a bear. Right. If, if you're if you're hiking and you get if you get rustled by some wild animals, you better have that tap out tattoo, some barbed shit. wire. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to really. Some under I'm, I'm shoes. sorry. I'm sorry. Continue, Grace. Tell, tell us more about the bears and tap out. Because no, I mean, oh yes, yes, silly Sally. Continue with your story of your trip, Pennsylvania. The uh, the, sh- the stuff. Sherpa. So actually, this is a kind of sweet story. Sherpa picked up a homeless dude the year before. Guy with a backpack walking down the road. Picks him up. Says, "What do you, you know, what are you doing? You need a place to stay. Do you need a shower? Do you need food?" And the guy, the homeless guy, with the backpack says, "No, I'm just hiking the Appalachian Trail, dude. <laughs> it's all good." Oh, oh, okay, cool. What's that all about? So Sherpa learns about hiking. He learns about how there's a community of people that will bring jugs of water or bring bags of food, just leave them at shelters or meet people at trailheads and just hang out all day. Some people have barbecues. You know, there's there's just a community of people that do this. So this dude met this guy the year before helped him out the next year he got full into it this year he had been helping people forever he bring two ziploc gallon bags full of food for each hiker that walked through the town he lived in we get to talking he's he's a poor he's from a poor family in pennsylvania you know um but you can just tell from talking to him we got to talking because he brought food probably cole family and he's proud of this truck you know where he gets to talking he just like lights up see it Cherry Red F two fifty. Like I've always wanted a truck. I've always There's something about a truck, as they say on numerous country songs. And farmers only. And he points this truck out. <laughs> Hold on, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going but to <laughs> uh I think Isaiah's about to go deliver that pizza, so Oh did you uh, yeah, we got it out of the oven in time, right? Um we're actually forty minutes late, but I'm gonna deliver that pizza now. Hopefully I get that good tip though. 
Um, hopefully he doesn't give you his tip. little tip. I know. No, I was, just I was hoping that. he was giving you his little yeah, tip. just like money. But um, I just want to say something real quick, Isaiah. Yeah. What's well, that? firstly, I'm glad you're back. Me Very too. Glad you're back. Secondly, um, you leaving before Kevin. Qualifies him as the intern. He does can not have it. show very well. <laughs> he doesn't want it. He doesn't want I'm full time, baby. I don't want to say words like you're full time. Full time what, though? Yeah. That's question. Full time talk show radio host. And I'm actually here to fire you, Zach. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to crush this can. <laughs> but I apologize for not talking much about my trip. Um, There's just so much to talk about. So on the next show, maybe I could have a redemption round and I'll share some manly yeah. stories. And there is no next show. This is the last show. Ever. All right. Well, um, <laughs> with <laughs> Isaiah's <laughs> over <laughs> until the Isaiah show starts. Hopefully, Gritch gets to the part where we met in Seattle. Actually, we met up on the road, and that was awesome. That's that's still two months away worth of storytelling. So we'll see. It's already <laughs> two months away. We'll see you in two yeah, months, and, and then we'll uh, be like two a.m. Yeah, two a.m. rolls around. <laughs> Isaiah, it's been lovely seeing you. Yeah, I'm glad I got to see all you. And I hope I get yep. to see you again. Nice faces tonight. It's very Good nice to see, to see too, some Isaiah. familiar faces after a lot glad of strangers. Glad you had a good time on your trip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm glad I did too. We'll have to uh, take a hike over to uh, our local Ruthers soon. Yeah, for it's sure. Not too far for I you. I actually made a skateboard out of a. Old sequoia tree. So Are you going to rip it to shreds in, in, a, in a skateboarding lane? I'm going to rip it, twist it, and bop it. That's all I could do for you, brother. <laughs> Start a fire with that thing. All right, Zaya. Keith Slab 2. Bye, Love Keith. you, buddy. So Thanks bye. for coming back. All right, it's been real. Zaya. It's Love been you, real. Love you, bud. Thank you, uh, that, was back here, hug. that was the classic Keith. armpit hug. Glad to have you on the show tonight. No, you didn't get much chance Later, to talk. Brother. It's been a Good weird one. But oh, well, that was this is day. something else. Oh, I actually <laughs> gave Kyle a smooch on the cheek before. Hold on, he with hold with us, listeners. Just staying a fair. We're, we're staying a farewell here. Real we're quick. back into it though. All right, I'll be back next Monday with uh, some good stuff. All right, goodbye, Bye, buddy. Man. You're fired. <laughs> goodbye, Keith. Goodbye. We didn't even buddy, Keith. Yeah, All right, tomorrow. I started with eight. Now we're down to four. And then there were four. Four. Grits. Dun dun dun. <sighs> Sherpa, dude, start doing starts doing trail magic. He realizes, oh, this is pretty cool. I liked helping these people. They're hungry. They're walking a long distance. They're clearly walking the Appalachian Trail for a reason. Let's help them out. So this year, he's driving around, dropping off big old bags of food, gallons of water, and everything. We get to talking. He has his truck. He's really happy about this big cherry red F two fifty. Saved up for it. Worked. Has a family. Has a cute daughter. Has a cute wife. Has this new truck. His life is looking up, and it's great. And now he's got a dirty stranger in his truck. No, I didn't get a ride with him. He showed up to our you know, shelter dropping off things. Ah. And he tells me, like, yeah, the truck was great. It came off a lot, and I got a call from the dealer, and it came from Quebec. The onboard system, the nav system, and all that, in French. This dude is from eastern Pennsylvania, coal country. Right. So he's, he's not figuring. Stump jumper. He's not figuring this one out. Term. Doesn't speak French. Yeah. Not an insult. Just why would we? we we're, we're in the best country in the world. Why learn a second language? I don't know a second language. I'm not better than this guy. I feel that way too. Dude doesn't know French. Brand new truck. Thing he's been saving up for for his entire life. Thing he's always kind of idolized having his own brand new shiny truck. Can't understand the damn thing. Well, as it turns out, because he had decided to help out these people in the way that he does. On the trail this year, there was a guy named Maple Syrup from Quebec. He happened to pick him up and take him to a grocery store that year. Maple Syrup gets in the truck and says, Oh, 
your car's in French. This is cool. Do you speak? And he goes, no, I don't speak French. Goddamn, the, the, the dealership sent me a truck from Canada. I don't know. Great. So the guy from Quebec fixes it. Good to go. And that's it. Just this one guy on an off chance picked up a homeless looking dude, trusted enough to put this guy in his truck and pick him up. Next year, he gets his shiny toy. He gets his little material possession that brought him so much joy. And it wasn't quite there. There was just an inch more he had to go to really enjoy it. And it was through showing kindness to people, just through doing this kind of charity for others, just the selfless giving that really completed what he wanted in his life at that moment. Yeah. And what, what, what was the uh, like um, the name you had given for this? Because I, Grits and I, we talk outside the show. We hang out. That's not. It's this how it is. I heard. I've heard some of these stories. You know, a lot of these stories, actually. Um, so you you said that you don't use the word uh, coincidence anymore. And instead, what do you use? Coincidences don't exist, and it's 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 too super pretentious. I'll take it. That's cool. Transcendentic harmonic Oh my goodness Transcendental harmonic interference We are all oh. living on the same wavelength We are all beings of light and energy And when things line up just perfectly Because you're putting good out into the world And it's good comes back to you Transcendental harmonic interference And you feel Isn't like Isn't that karma? Uh, that's another term for it, absolutely right. Coincidences don't exist Good things happen And good things happen in your life When you do good for others Without expecting things in return And guess what? They still happen in return anyway and that Wait. was what happened with this guy, uh, Sherpa. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Right. So that's his trail name, and he, he gets a trail name because he's helping people. He's not an actual hiker, but... He is considered a trail angel who does Ooh, acts of trail magic. I like that. Trail angel. Yeah. Oh, these are... I didn't make these ones up. These oh, are I know you did So he's in the truck, and he's driving. Well, he um, just... He, so there's, there's a shelter in the town that he lives, and hikers stop there because it's a shelter and... You know, it's just a place to stop for the night. It's a destination for people to come and camp. So he's, he comes by and drives by the shelter every day just to see who's there. Ah. He's got a cooler full of food, bunch of water. Stop and talk, drop the food, I'll drop the water off. Nice. Yeah. He's not just a trail angel. He's a real angel. <laughs> uh, he, he's a trail angel. You tried. Real him nice off guy, but let's not give him mythology. I was hoping you were going to tell me you jerked He still smokes heroin. So. Oh. Yeah, do you think he's, he's not a lot of angel dude? dust? That dude lot of angel so dust much angel dust. Trail angel. <laughs> That's what makes him the actual angel. <laughs> His angel dust. He's, he's done so much angel uh, dust. Uh, if you're ever going through Duncannon, Pennsylvania, there's a hotel bar called the Doyle don't go there <laughs> <laughs> awful best chicken wings I've ever had oh, dude. Oh. I'm sorry I'm sorry well, but let's, the Doyle in Duncannon Pennsylvania what has, wings did you get what wings did you get we'll keep moving here. oh they're just hot wings just hot wings mm. they're, they're fried they're not breaded he doesn't use butter Frank's vinegar but he uses a mix of his own hot sauce and they were cooked Perfect. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. Uh, I don't know. You gotta go. You gotta go check it out. But I was Maybe just one surprised. Day I, will. I was just as surprised as you guys are to hear this that I was in the middle of Pennsylvania. I'm actually so amped up to try those wings. He's gonna go I get actually, them right now. I'm leaving right now to go to Pennsylvania, and I'm gonna hop on this opportunity ASAP. ASAP, sure. Please do. It's um. Let's see. So it took me. Let's see. Duncan, Pennsylvania. It took me 40 days to walk to. It should be about five hours of a drive. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. And it's worth All it. Right. I'll be the on-scene reporter. will definitely be open by the time you get there. On-scene okay. reporter. Someone, someone here has got to see just how good these wings are, and if they are better than the wings served and in our hometown of North And who better to do it than Bank. the new Hot Dirt Radio intern? Indeed. Wow. Indeed. He's right, stepping fellas. up to the plate. Well, it's getting late. I better get on the road. I didn't say he was the intern. Well, yeah, I mean, you did. That's where hope actually. Anyway. Yeah, when? you did. When? <laughs> like twenty minutes ago. I don't Not buy even. That. I don't, I don't think I leaving. claimed it. You did. I'm rolling back on tape. Yeah. We're gonna pause the show. And we're How do you say trail angel backwards? <laughs> I'm not dyslexic enough for that. I can't. I can't pull that off. All right, folks. Kevin, thanks for having Kevin, me. Thanks, thanks for wonderful. coming. See you later, buddy. I'll tell you how the wings are. Bye bye. Yeah, and then there was three. This is really shaping up to be quite an interesting night where we start I'm in with, for the long haul. I don't have anything to do with I'm also in for the long haul because I live here, quite literally. Um, you moved into the studio? We're not in the studio yet. <laughs> we're not in the studio. I, de- I declared that one. Temporary. I'm moving it's into the studio. <laughs> That's yeah. good. We'll have grits permanently. Right. I'm going to fail my drug test to just grits. live in your, live in your <laughs> crawl space. Grits, me, also known as Zach with an H, and Kyle are down. Yep. Oh. I like to call him Zatch sometimes. Zatch Pappy. Zatch. Zatch. Zatch Pape. So if you're listening, which I know there's people listening. <gasps> wow. I love you. You should maybe call in 716-218-3458. If you want to call in, please feel free. You know what? So I think some people are not scared to call in, but it, there is a certain uh, Je ne sais quoi. thing that goes with calling yeah. in. Yeah. You, know, you must it, be funny or you're going to get cut. Now's the time to call in if you want to. <laughs> yeah, low listeners. Trust me, there's nothing going on. Um, We've got 40 a, minutes maximum. I could left. give you a great one-liner to get some laughs right off the bat of uh, calling in. You could be like, hey, this is such and such, long-time listener, first-time caller. It's a great icebreaker. It's perfect. And no, nobody's ever said that one before, too. You'll be the first one. Yeah, no, but I, I'm offering uh, insider information here. Yeah, nobody said that. All right, we're, st- we're joining the studio with uh, Andrew Grismacher, longtime friend of ours, a uh, big contributor to the show. He just went re- re- recently went on a trip from uh, Syracuse, New York, to Washington, D.C., and then uh, after that kept moving and kept moving and literally moved away to a different state and city. So, Grits, what... Sherpa, we left off in there. Where else? Where else? All right, so that was Pennsylvania. Got to Duncannon, kept moving. Got to the Mason-Dixon. Okay. Went behind Ooh, enemy lines. Line. Oh, yeah. Got, got went, went south of Maryland, got myself into West Virginia. Okay. Then I was done. All right. That was All my right. hike. And that's the show. We'll see you next week. Hot third show. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what else had happened between then and Sherpa? And DC. So, I mean, because it wasn't all just. I mean, it can't. I cannot imagine it was just all just walking, walking, walking. Nothing happens at all. Uh, uh, Some days I'm sure there are. Right. Of course. Mo- a lot of them were, really. I mean, if it's, I, I probably walked about. But at this point in the trip, the first week, like I'd said earlier, if you were still listening, thank you. Oh my God. And by now, I was walking about twice as long every day. I was okay. walking between 18 and 25 miles a day. Are you listening? This is a curious. Are you listening to anything while doing this, or is it just no, straight the nature? That's yeah, it. absolutely. The entire time. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
You no, didn't um, actually have a pair of headphones whatsoever? I had a pair of headphones with a cable on them. And when I was in town or I was by the end of the trip when I was staying in hostels, that was great because I could sleep in a bed without having to listen to the seven other people snore in the bunks around me. Uh, yes. um, but no, in the woods, I'm, that's where I'm home. Right. So no, I was absolutely cool. Plus, you know, there's a certain level of as comfortable as I am. Yeah, it is nice to be aware of your surroundings, you know, and walking down the trail. When I got to the Appalachian Trail, there's a lot of people who hike it. And the people who were the most out of place, the people who really didn't seem like they belonged there were the ones who had their headphones in, eyes down and walked past you. You know, like you're walking down the trail and you're in the woods. You've been in the woods for weeks and you see somebody else and you go, oh, hey. And they just kind of smile and. Keep moving. Yeah. Those were through hikers, you think? I don't know who they were. It doesn't. I didn't get to talk to them. Yeah, but if what would you have to say? Would you think they were through hikers? If you had to say, no. there's no way of knowing. No, some of them might have been. Um, I'm not going to talk to the not going to talk to the natives of the community. But you know, if you're out in the woods, if you're out hiking, you know, keep your head up. Talk to people. You're out in the woods. You're out there. The people who are out in the woods are out there for the same reasons you are. Don't have your head. That's why I like hiking in the Adirondacks, actually, because everybody's so nice. You're just like, hey, how's your hike going? Uh, And that's true everywhere. It absolutely is. It's beautiful up there if you're, like, passing people that have already been to the top of the peak and stuff like that. It's great. Yeah, and that's true everywhere. It's just, you know, when you only see 30 people a day, your perception gets a bit skewed. So most people... We're great and chatty and, you know, mm-hmm. talk about, oh, you know, I was going the opposite direction. Most people like, oh, look out for this swimming spot. Look out for this. Cool. There's a raspberry bush up there, you know, keep up. Right. People who just walked by, head down, earphones in. Hey, how's it go? Oh, you're gone. Yeah. Okay. So no, between these sections, really, at this point on the Appalachian Trail, the people I talked to, I would stop in five minutes, you know, sit down, maybe have a chat but most of the time no people just kind of kept moving because they got to get to the end point they're worried about finishing the trail and that's fine they get, right. they, they probably had jobs to get back to I'm privileged enough to say that I didn't have anything to look forward to I could just keep taking my time right so post post Pennsylvania do you feel like you know, I wouldn't say smooth sailing. I mean, oh, I absolutely. Mean, was smooth it smooth sailing? sailing? Was it smooth? Sa- oh. So there was nothing. Nothing had happened that was of like you know anything out of not the ordinary because this isn't. I would not consider this to be super ordinary because you know I don't. People don't really. I mean, there are a lot of people that do this, but it's not like a common thing. This isn't like a common thing that most people do unless you know this is something they really want to do and they're really interested in doing this type of thing and they have the skill set and they have the confidence and they have the knowledge to do it which is absolutely not a common thing and it's a unique thing that i kind of have and i respect that i know that i was you know there's a certain level of ah, i can't think of words but no it's not a common thing at all you're right um in terms of if we just take a gross number of american citizens and say who can go live out in the woods without having food mailed to them for 40 days yeah was that like a was that ever like an issue to you the food scenario or was it totally fine like no because frankly to be honest the east coast is so developed Mm -hmm. there's the wilderness is there but you would cross a road at least every other day yeah you know like you're never really lost if you ever got lost in the woods and you had a compass and knew how to use it you can just follow a cardinal direction and you'll come to a road eventually and at that point walk down the road so if you ever get hurt that's an issue because sometimes there's no cell service you know sometimes no cars will well, drive if by. you're on the at 
they now have cell service on every part of the Appalachian Trail. If any of you have been listening to my story on Hot Dirt Radio for a while, um, hopefully you've heard my Instagram plug. But I would update my Instagram from the trail. You know, like there's, yeah. there is absolutely, yeah. there's 4G along the Appalachian Trail <laughs> everywhere, but purpose. everywhere but Maine and the Virginia. The Appalachian Trail now with 4G. No, I'm pretty sure For they real. did that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, they, that was a goal to do it because so many people hike it and get injured and then they wouldn't be able to contact anyone. So now it's like such a popular trail that they're like, oh, we're going to make it, make cell service readily available. So that was my hike. From the Catskills, the Catskills, the story I told earlier, that was the hardest part of the hike. That was the most elevation I had did right. while I was walking. And what was it, once you had gotten to D.C., um, I guess, kind of like, what was that like? And, you know, was it what you, did you have expectations of what it would be? Well, the D.C. was the end point, you know? Yeah. So, the Appalachian Trail doesn't walk through Washington, D.C. It walks through Harper's Ferry. And then I just took a train in from Harper's Ferry to Washington, D.C. Right. And that was the trip. You know, I was going to see my brother. And I did. I stayed with my brother for two weeks. While I was in Harper's Ferry the first time, I stayed at a hostel, a hiker hostel they have there. And I met a guy who said, hey, I'm going to college in Colorado. And we had been talking the whole night, drinking beer and everything. Right. So do you want a one-way trip to Colorado? Hmm. Yes. Because was your was your plan to when you when you had gotten to, to uh, DC? Did you plan on staying there longer than you actually ended up pl- staying? Pl- uh, sorry, uh, staying. When I got to DC, the, the at the trip, my plan was to get to DC to visit my brother. You know, we see each other at Christmas and Thanksgiving, right. and I was like, okay, let's go spend a minute with him, especially after the family ordeal. Let's go take a minute and catch up with my brother. So I get to DC. And I had already kind of planned that I'd be hiking until August anyway. So I did finish my hike a bit ahead of schedule. So I had a free month to play with. So when I was offered a trip out west, that at the time we'd also said, you know, I'd get to Colorado, then I'd fly back. Perfect. That's how I can eat up the rest of my budget I had for food and for supplies and everything, you know. So, no, when I got to D.C., I was planning on coming back to Buffalo. Then I was in D.C. for a minute. My brother had offered a room in his place. His roommates were moving out. So I was like, oh, I'll move to D.C. and find a job somewhere there. Yeah. And obviously, that didn't happen. Um, so not to get too far ahead of the story here. So I'm in D.C. and I know that I'm going to be taking a trip out west. And I at this point, this point, this is uh, what? This is a month and a half down the road, two months? This was June 5th. Okay, and so you had started... On Easter, April 16th. April 16th, okay. And then I was in D.C. June 5th, and then I stayed with my brother for two weeks. I started my road trip on the 21st of June. But my brother, you know, we're brothers after all. We love each other. We're family. You know, there's nothing to that. But after two weeks, he said, okay, get out. Yeah. (laughs) So I spent two more days in D.C., but not at my brother's place. I just went out and found a hostel. You right. Know, got, got a cheap room, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm at this hostel in Washington, D.C. The second night I'm there, I'm out on the back porch, and weed has been decriminalized in D.C., by the way, hmm. which is pretty cool. Okay. So I'm in D.C. smoking joints with a couple people I met on the back porch, and one of these people was a Polish guy. This Polish guy who learned English in Australia. 
So I know this is a cuss-free show, which is going to make the story kind of hard okay. to tell. But imagine that. Imagine a thick Eastern European accent speaking Australian English with all the mother and the cunt and yeah. all, you know, like, right? <laughs> I like, appreciate your attempt to censor that, but you still just say it where it uh, goes, uh, It's just okay. really, the level is really low. We'll, we'll get it out of there. Don't worry. Beautiful. Thank you. No, so, I mean, this dude, I mean, you know, rough around the edges to say the least. So I'm on this back porch. There is the black gay night manager of the hostel. There is a black railroad worker sitting with me. There is a dude from Kenya who grew up in Kenya, went to high school in Kenya, came to America for college. He's in his early 30s. He has a wife and a kid in America. Right. And then there were two more kids. Another another guy from... He was... His parents were Indian. He was born in the United States. He's in D.C. for school. And then another person who I forget because he was kind of inconsequential to the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting out here with three black folks, two of which American, another black dude from Africa, and then a dude of Indian descent. And this Polish guy covered in black tattoos. I recognize him as prison tattoos just from whatever books from pictures online from everything i recognize that and i look over and i look at the day from the train yard and we hadn't like really spoken but it did kind of come up that he worked on the train yard because he was also an ex-felon and they hired right so i recognize that this polish dude swearing up a storm talking super rough covered in prison tattoos eastern european and i look at the other dude who went to prison and we kind of made like a knowing eye contact like uh I think I know what we're getting into here. Mm-hmm. This dude had been day drinking, not to my knowledge, but he had been day drinking all day. And we're out back, we're lounging on couches and chairs, just laughing, smoking, hanging out. And this dude just kind of gets angry. And I really, this story is hard to tell without swearing. I mean, it's really. I'll give you three. Really hard. Uh, how, I mean, it, it, the number doesn't matter. Five. No, 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 no. Ten. It's not the uh, number. It's, it's we're the, really stretching the rules here. It's the level it's after of dark. It's, it's after eleven. It's yeah. the level of the cuss, really. Like, it's, oh, like it's the words. Yeah, like this is offensive. All right, here we go. Shit. We're all right. Well, you just started. You can swear. We're gonna put, we're gonna go uh, swearing. Put the I'll censor on it. Young young ones. Right. Yeah, I'll censor right. it all to everyone who's under eighteen listening to this show. You might want to stop <laughs> at this point. It's about to get rough. It's rigid R. If you're even remotely PC. Probably not for you. So another little bit to the story. It's currently June 19th, 20th. It's Pride Week in D.C. There's flags. There was the parade the day before. Oh, no. This dude, had, this. This dude had been in D.C. during the march. He'd been in there during the parade. He has to look around and see all these rainbow flags. He's been in D.C. the whole time. And now he's drunk on a porch with a bunch of black dudes. And me. Mm. Your eyes are blue. You got a red beard. Where are you from? New York State. No, 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 no. Where, like, you know, what are you? Like, you Irish? Descent. And I was like, okay, well, I see where this is going, so let's go full board. No, I'm German-Hungarian. Let's pretend we're friends here. Nope. <laughs> I got blue eyes. I'm from Germany. Let's go. Right. Oh, yeah, so he was okay then. We were able to kind of quell some of the issues there. And then he just gets to talking. And, again, this is this is the disclaimer. It's getting hairy. I hate it. You know, I hate walking down the street. I see the flags. You know, these 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 faggots. You know, it's like shit on ground. It makes me puke. It's fucking disgusting, mate. 
you know it's disgusting it makes me fuck you know my daughter what if she you know what if someone calls her gay like what if she does angry drunk veins bulging mean you know and so he's just kind of going off and we're all making eyes at each other me and the other dude who was in prison I wasn't in prison the guy who <laughs> was in prison while I was in prison yeah that's true <laughs> oh that's another story <laughs> So the dude who's in prison and myself are looking at this guy and we recognize the iron crosses and we recognize the various stick and poke tattoos that one tends to get in a prison cell. And we're like, okay, you know, we, we've expected this. Here we go. Talking about it, talking about how the faggots suck. And you have your flags all over the street. I have to stare at this shit. I have to stare at all these faggots, all these niggers. I have to stare at all this shit. And it's like, you know, I tell you what, you know, you know, why can't I fly my flag? I fly my flag and you know what people call me. You know what people call me. And of course he meant a Nazi. Like, you know, at this point, if we called him a Nazi, it would hurt his feelings. And that would have, you know, like... <sighs> douche. So, <laughs> so why can't I fly my flags? I see all your flags. I tell you what. I tell you what. Not, not too far. We can have men in boots walking down the highway. We can have men in boots here. You wait. You see. You wait. We can be here in boots. Hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. We can be here. This is not this is not good. I don't it's like shit on ground. Makes me vomit. Disgusting. Just uh, listening to listening to fucking metal on his headphones, just rocking, getting angry. Sits back down. And at this point, we'd all been trying to keep him calm. We're all still sitting, lounging, kind of relaxed, not trying to, you know. How long is this going on for? Hours. Oh, God. Hours. Two, three. Oh, my God. And the whole, the whole course of the story, I'm not sure where I've been now. I've been embellishing a bit just the time length because I'm trying to keep it together in a somewhat contained radio-friendly way. Right. And... There's one point in the night where he's sitting there rocking back and forth, headphones in his ears, staring at me, going, kill me, try it. Try it. <laughs> Come kill on. me. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Do it. Kill me. Stand up. Do it. And I'm not looking him in the eye, but I'm like, dude, like, no one here is afraid of you. Dude, I'm not going to kill you, bro. I'm, yeah, like, why? Why? Like, what do you think? I, like, and I'm looking at the dude. Of course, I'm looking at the other dude, who's the train guy in the corner. I'm like, you're not leaving, right? Like, you're not going anywhere. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't leave me out here. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> and, like, this is the kind of dude he was. And he did that, and he's just angry, glaring at me. And eventually he stops. You know, he doesn't calm down. But he stops actively threatening to bring military forces over to our country. He stops yeah. actively threatening to stand up and kill me. He stops right. doing this. Then he stands up. You see this? And he points at the back of his neck. 1844. There's no knowing looks here. And, of course, at this point, me and the train guy, our, our eyebrows go up like, yeah, we expected it. The dude from Kenya? No idea. And I looked at the dude from Kenya, and I'm like, you don't, like... Do you, do you see what's happening here? And he's like, uh, okay, buckle up, kiddo. So I look at this dude, this, this Polish neo-Nazi who speaks in a heavy Australian accent, which is, would be funny in any other circumstance. Okay, so why'd you bring that up? Why did you bring up your 1488 tattoo? 14. And he rants off 
he rants off a paragraph from Mein Kampf, which, which dictates the right of every white person to keep the white race pure. You shall only live to keep the white race pure. And there's 14 words. I didn't memorize it. And then he stops and stares at us and he stares at the black people. What about the 88, dude? You, you left out a bit there. What about the 88? The Kenyan dude's eyes are dinner plates. Yeah. His eyebrows are up. He's terrified. Well, Heil Hitler, of course. <laughs> like, it's common knowledge. Like, oh, Heil Hitler. Of course. Yeah. You know, oh, 1488. <laughs> yeah, Obviously. Know? Yeah. And I, I look at him like, you know, come <laughs> we're good here. And he's just standing there swaying drunk. And we're like, okay, so why did you bring that up, man? Like, why say that? Like, you know what kind of crowd you're in right now. So why did you say this? He had already threatened us. He had already been sitting here swearing and being violent in every way but physical. Mm-hmm. Ugh, throws his hands up. Walks into the hostel. Goes away. So the Kenyan dude is in shock. He's like, did that really just happen? And me and the training guard guy were like, yeah. And that was cool. We kept him, like, we kept him pretty level-headed, all things considered, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he had walked into the hostel, and of course, like I said, he had been swearing, and he said the word faggot in the hostel, and the gay black night clerk said, uh-uh, no, done. Cops called, lights on, oh, wow. gone. Just like that? <laughs> yeah. That was it? Yeah, no patience for it, absolutely not. I like that that's all it took. Like, yeah, he right. was out on the porch, like, rambling off his, like, Nazi, like... Like heritage and stuff, and then it's just like one one f bomb in the in the hostel, and you're out of there. I mean, I wasn't gonna stand up. I wasn't gonna make any moves to go for help. I wasn't gonna stand up and do anything. I was like, okay, the only thing I can do not to provoke this guy is to sit still and keep just just like a, just smiling at him and chatting at him. Like, yeah, I'm not scared of you because you're not scary. You're a doofus. You're sitting here like a moron, sitting in Washington D.C., spouting off this racist nonsense. Mm-hmm. I understand the climate of the country, and there's a lot of things that can be said. But at the same time, like that doesn't fly here. And he knew it because if he knew that he was safe saying those things, he would have done something about it. Right. But he was just kind of inflating his own ego. He was making himself feel better by saying all those things. So I knew that you know he wasn't going to do anything, especially when that's just, that that shit doesn't fly here, man. Mm-hmm. But here's my question: Why can that dude travel? In the conversation, we find out that he had been raised by Polish street gangs, by white supremacist gangs, since he was like 13, 12. Like when he was a kid, he got picked up and indoctrinated you know, into I've it. I've never heard anyone use an age range downwards. 13, 12. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I've actually, I've actually been made fun of that before by my brother. <laughs> um, so no, no, no. He's like, so he let it, because he was drunk, and he let it slip. Like, yeah, I was raised by these gangs, you know? Like, so, okay, so he has had lifelong ties to white supremacist gangs. And he can still travel to Australia and meet more there. And he can travel to D.C. He can right. fly into Washington, D.C. and be here. And it's not a secret. Looking at the dude covered in 1844, covered in iron crosses, covered in stick and poke black prison tattoos that are white supremacist symbols. Mm-hmm. How the hell can that dude get on a plane and fly to America? He's not coming from the Middle East, man. Yeah, but no, he's cool because he's white. Yeah. And that was that was D.C., that was in DC. 
So did, do you feel like that is like a summary of your DC portion? Or no, absolutely not. There were yeah. so many cool people. DC was one of the grooviest cities. Like every Man. neighborhood is mixed. From There's your Instagram feed. I thought you absolutely hated. That's DC. what I had thought. I definitely thought that too. I will yeah, say. Yeah, you, you, the stuff you posted. You're just like, it's terrible here. It's so hot. Like it is hot there. I'll say that. Much. Oh, this. So I went. So the second time I was in DC, when I came back from the trip from Seattle, when I got to Seattle, I came back to DC. And it never got below 95 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was 85% humidity the entire time. So, no, DC is miserable because it's hot, and I'm not built for that. Yeah. DC was a cool city. It really is. Most of that was just kind of tongue in cheek. Like, I'm from the north. I've lived in the mountains of Vermont and the Adirondack Mountains. I'm not built for this coastal humidity heat. The hate for DC was mostly tongue in cheek before it really had any, like, serious events like that <laughs> right. to talk about no dc is a very cool city it's it's probably the most inclusive area i've ever been and talked to a guy got a got a haircut down there and he's from the bush in africa and like we talked about my trip and similar things you know just you met kind people everywhere absolutely everywhere there were kind people every neighborhood is in, in, like, just it was great just that one dude who's I, he must have come in on a shipping container yeah. Like, how does that guy pass TSA clearance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that guy walk onto United Airlines and right. fly into DC? Right. So as uh, as we uh, wrap this thing up, so what had, what had happened after DC? I guess. Okay, real quick. So DC, that was June twentieth. June twentieth, I got on a road trip. I drive through, get to Denver. Denver's cool. I had to buy a plane ticket out of Denver. July fourth weekend. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So I spent all my money on a plane ticket to go to Seattle. You know, I, I, I was that far out west. I figured I'm not going to cut my trip short now. I'm not going to go back home. I'm in the Rockies. Let's go see the ocean. So I'm in Denver. I buy a plane ticket and I spent all my money on that. So I didn't have enough money at this point to get a hostel room or a hotel room or anything. So I have a backpack full of camping gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sleep outside anyway. What's the difference, right? So now I'm in Denver and I sleep outside. And for four nights, I slept outside in Denver in the city limits. And the first, the second night, I go meet up with a bunch of street kids. Denver has a huge homeless population. And I walk up to these kids and I had bought, by the way, for anyone who's listening from New York State who partakes and tokes, I bought half an ounce of weed for $50 in Denver. $50. Like, stupid cheap. So I, of course, I got it. I'd only smoked through a little bit of it, and I had to get on a plane to Seattle. So I was like, okay, I can't keep this. So my strategy was I walked into a group of homeless kids. I gave them what I had left and said, here, sell this to tourists. Like, I can't get on a plane with this. Take it. Get rid of it. You know, make some money off it. Oh, awesome. Cool. Cool. In return, where is it safe to sleep? Like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. This park is cool. But if you go north of the river, it's all tweakers. If you go south of the river, you're good. That's fine. Right. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, guys. So in Denver, I stayed. I slept out at a park along the river under power lines for three nights because I just, you know, talked to the locals and figured out where to go. Get on a plane, go to Seattle, visit my friends, uh, all of whom I went to college with. Got me a job interview. Went interviewed. Got a job. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> no plan, nothing. Got to Seattle, got a job. Now I'm living there. Now, do you think to to really wrap this back around, 
um, and you know what? I don't remember the name of uh, your uh, alternate alternate naming of the uh, karma. We'll just say transcendental harmonic interference. <laughs> Do you think everything kind of like lining up for you at the What's end the here? Was a big coincidence? Just a big karmic payoff? <laughs> I don't know. You know, like of course I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here with the gall to say I understand or to say that everything happened for a reason or right. to say that I, I sowed what I reaped. You what know? I right. think you're trying to say is like you're the nicest human being on the planet mm-hmm. and you deserved every. I nice thing I, that I have the you. biggest entitlement complex. Yes. The only reason yeah. I got through this without being beat up or cussed out or shouted at was because I'm so entitled. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. yep, that's what I was getting. At. Do you feel? Because um, you you had talked about your reasoning for doing this whole trip, and uh, I don't know if that necessarily carried over into like uh, excursioning, if that's a word, out out west into uh, Seattle. Just because, and I've known I've known you for a long time now. I would say a long time at least. And uh, you would you would seem that you had always wanted to go to Seattle, and I don't know why. Reason. I don't know why. I never understood it. I, I had um, said it since since high school. I was a long like, yeah, time. Seattle's probably cool. Yeah, no reason. And that was like whatsoever. And that was. I, a, I think it's because you really love the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, big football guy. And that's like, uh, and we're not. I'm not exaggerating that. As long as, as long as I've known him, he had always had this idea and mindset that he like was going to Seattle. And yeah, he said that to me before. His and I don't, I don't, I don't get it, and I also don't dismiss it. I've never been there, so I mean, uh, neither had I. That's yeah. a thing. So I, I, I'm in no better position to really explain it. Either. Right. It's just gonna. I'm just a hipster. So that's just where we all yeah. belong. We all belong on the west right. coast of Oregon, Washington. So it, it's uh, it's interesting that you did end up there because you had done your school thing. And failed twice for the record. Right. Don't and, have a bachelor's. And then in, because like when you, do I? when okay. you when you had started this trip, it, like it wasn't. I mean, I could be wrong, but it wasn't your intention to end in Seattle, was it? My intention was to go move in with my brother or yeah. come back to Buffalo. Exactly. And so I guess it's just interesting that you do kind of uh, you do end up in Seattle, you know, and it, that it's like I won't say fate necessarily uh, no but it's it's the wrong word let's let's but, let's I mean, take you could have went to another city let's take the oprah angle on this oprah. and let's 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 make ourselves some vision boards boys let's <laughs> let's let's put the power of positive thought and action and affirmation you look into a mirror and you say something enough times turns out it happens why is that if i had been saying i want to go to seattle all my life and then mm. not all my life but when i was angsty and a teenager and said i want to leave and go to seattle apparently you know like what if what if there's truth to that? What if the power of just affirmation and the power of what you say becomes reality if you actually put the effort behind it? Yeah. I'd put effort into something, and I got a raise in, in a job yeah. where I had historically set, you know? So I don't know. There's no answers. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend there are. Right. The transcendental harmonic interference is absolutely just a pretentious <laughs> one-off thing I kind of made up. Um but no, I think really the takeaway from it is just that like, yeah, the thought you put in, the words you say, the actions you take all compound upon each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, 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 there is some truth to that. Yeah. And I think like, uh, to wrap this up, 
because we're getting to the end of this broadcast. Literally, the broadcast limit that I'm allowed to, because I only pay so much a month for this damn thing. When you think I'm rich, <laughs> Jesus H Christ. Um, well, thank you. Regardless, you can say it now. We've allowed swear words. We've got 13. Yeah, we've got. But about what does the H stand for? In Jesus uh, H Christ. I don't That's know. The real hell Christ. Maybe I don't know. Contradictory hell. Jesus Harold. Harold Henry. We'll go with we'll go with Harold actually. Um, you know, I, I guess I had, I had wondered specifically why, you know, it's not why you had done the trip because you doing the trip in general made sense just as a baseline thing. Like you getting up and leaving and walking to DC wasn't what, surprising. It wasn't surprising even without, if even without having thinking into the possible reasons. And I had like, I didn't ask, but I had an idea of what it might have been. Um, I would have still that wasn't like an uncharacteristic thing of you to do so after all of this um, and I don't know what I'm getting at here I'm just I guess I'm rambling now at this point join um, the club it's been yeah, fun isn't right. it? <laughs> um, you ending in Seattle is pretty um, it's strangely poetic because it what, is it's what I've been getting at since I was younger it's like it's one of those things where you you don't people when they talk about certain things when they're younger I mean I would I would guess more often than not it, there's never a payoff to it because it seems like when you're in that stage of your life it's like I mean anything goes you can talk about doing one thing and doing this thing and doing this thing and when you talk like, to 14 year olds you generally don't think that they really have it together and yeah. know what the hell they're talking about yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's not an impression you get from early teenagers right and I mean, like you said, it's like poetic in a way um, that you you did end there, and not, and I think more so because it wasn't like planned, and it worked out so easy. Yeah, and that's why I was as as much as I miss home, and I had been in Syracuse for so long and failed there twice. I was homesick just because of like, okay, I need to, you know, something needs to change. It hasn't worked here. At the very least, I can go back home where my comfort blanket is. Mm-hmm. But then I do this trip and I get to Seattle and I have a job all of a sudden and it was just that easy. How do you pass that up? How if something aligns itself that easily and that quickly with such little effort comparatively? In my opinion, you can't say no to it. Right. So and I will say um, after all of this, once again, as we're wrapping up here, we've got a couple minutes here. Um, you do seem you you always hear about these things of people um, going on these trips and uh, finding themselves as cliche as that might sound and I don't think you did it to necessarily find yourself in that regard for the record I've got a pretty heavy handle on who I was before (laughs) just it was a lot of external circumstances of course but um you definitely like came back when I I had seen you for the first time in some time. Um, you definitely were in a different state of mind, I would say, like noticeably in a different state of mind. And I I can I can only imagine that that is something that had um, spawned from you know walking that far and perhaps spending not even a lot of time with yourself but a lot of time with people that you don't know and putting yourself into these situations that were um, spontaneous and random and 
all these things and just living living in a way you know in which was out of I guess not out of your comfort zone because this is living in the woods is something that is comfortable to you but like still walking one point point A to point B and point B is you know 800 miles away or what have you and then there's point C and then there's point D exactly so no I mean there's truth to that and you know maybe that's true maybe the fact that I had to rely on the kindness of others maybe the fact that I had to trust a little bit past my walls that I built up maybe the fact that I had to really walk into areas and just know that it's going to be okay because I am who I am and people are going to be kind because it takes way less effort to be kind you know people are afraid of other people being mean but it takes a lot of effort to be mean frankly when all the alternative is is to be politely either dismissive at the very worst which is what most people were but a lot of people showed kindness at very little provocation although I have to say it also might have been because I did mushrooms (laughs) and that is the Hot Dirt Show. We are going to be back next week, and then we'll be back the next week after that, and the next week for that. This never ends. Thank you, Grits, for coming on the show. Thank you, Isaiah. Thank you for everybody coming on the damn show. We love you yeah, all. welcome. We love Grits. Yeah, we love welcome. Isaiah. And damn it. Thank you for sticking around for this whole broadcast. This is a song by a band called Microphones. This is The Glow Part 2. We'll be back next week, 8.30 pre-show. I'm nine happy o- for you, Grits. 9 o'clock, same. Um, we all are. I can speak on behalf of everybody. Um, Nine o'clock start. August seventh, Hot Dirt Show will be relaunched. We're gonna be going. Haven't decided yet. Eight thirty to ten thirty or nine to eleven. One of the two. It's gonna be two hours though. It's gonna be fun. And that is that. See you next week. Hot Dirt.net. <laughs> <laughs>